This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, Marvel is suing the heirs of its own creators. What? Shang-Chi becomes the highest grossing movie of 2021, and Sony Pictures announces Venom Day, and nobody noticed. Lame. Plus, trailers and teasers from the Netflix event for Cobra Kai, The Sandman, and others. And we review the Party Thor episode of Marvel's What If? All that and more. All in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, September 27th, 2021. This is Frank Grillo. You know me. But who are you? Are you the discerning, sophisticated type of person who enjoys all the latest comic book and superhero TV and movie news? Pop culture references, witty banter? Me neither. I'm just here for the dick jokes. Check. Check one. What's up, hello listener? Thanks for pressing play and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we deliver comic book and superhero TV and movie news reviews and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. And joining us, a dude who is surprisingly worthy enough to lift uh, Thor's hammer, it's Rugboy. Rugs, how'd you swing that one? I lift it with my penis. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, shit. That makes you got to use, you know, cantilever, you know. Yeah, it's all about the geometry <laughs> of the yeah. wing dong. So your penis is worthy. Got it. Well, yeah, it's never been touched by anything. So it's pure. Rugs, how you feeling this week? Uh, last week, you were a little bit down. I feel like you're back this week. I, I didn't want to disappoint everyone by being low energy. <laughs> I was compared to Anthony, goddammit. <laughs> oh, we have that comment. We'll share that. I got. I can't, I can't wait for a Rugged Boy rant. I was not looking at my phone. No, you weren't? No, okay. he doesn't do that. That's Anthony's Yeah, no gig. girls want to talk to me. <laughs> That's Anthony's kick. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, though, before we get started, like we're talking about last week's episode, episode 400. It was a milestone. I don't know. Was it? Who knows? Uh, but... We had a lot of listeners uh, write in with some sound bites, new sound bites to add to the soundboard. And as uh, always, uh, they need to go through the official Jock and Nerd soundbite approval process, which I just made up today. So, did you pull them? Nerd. I did. So, Rugs, oh. we're going to start with you. I need to know if you approve uh, the following soundbite. I really don't give a shit. <laughs> what do you think? Can we use that one? I think, yeah, I think okay. that you're going to be that using a soundbite. That was a soundbite. That wasn't oh, I thought he just said that. No, no, no. that was, that's the new soundbite. <laughs> I really don't give a shit if you use it. <laughs> Perfect. I thought that's what he, I thought he literally was responding. I literally don't give a shit to your, in advance to what you were about to play. I was thinking it. I didn't say Thanks it. Thanks to listener Seth Morgan uh, suggested that one. That was his request. So let me write that down. That one is approved. Fucking fantastic. Stanley approved. Mm. Uh, Anthony. Uh, this one is suggested by Jess Rivera. He caught this. I need to know if you approve this following sound clip. I stick it up my asshole. He thought it would go great with this. I fucking loved it. I stick it up my asshole. What was the context to me saying something like that? Um, I don't know, but I, I'm glad you said it. I listened. You <laughs> yeah, said play it. it. Whatever. You Keep it. it. All right. Approved. Yes. I stick it up fucking my asshole. I stick it up my asshole. You're going to be famous for that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I w- I'll write that down. Where's the intern? I'm going to be a pioneer. I'm going to be the pioneer in the in the podcasting community for maybe I'm just like I'm not going to say anything anymore. Ah, I'm just going to stop. Ah. <laughs> I stick it up my asshole. That's fine. Uh, we got I was going to say something like, eh, I'm not going to say that. We got two new clips. The stop while you're ahead. It's That's the rule here. Uh, I'll tell the intern to push those through approval process. Thank you very much. What, do you remember what the business. context was for me saying that? We were, you were talking, but it was, it, it was in the beginning. I don't remember. I just clipped it today. Mm. Listen, though, this is how carefully our listeners are listening, just so to point that out. <laughs> Anyways, well, I think we were talking about uh, like enemas and stuff. I think I started bringing up coffee. Oh enemas yeah, and then we went to the like shit that. coffee. That's right. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. We were talking <laughs> about shitting and coffee, monkey coffee, monkey. And then I was talking about coffee. If you do a coffee enema, that's probably where I said I'd stick it. I stick it up my asshole. I fucking loved it. Yes, those are great together. So, okay, I have your official on record approval. These clips will be used. Now, did you get? Did you get a call out? No, uh, these are the two uh, that came through last episode. Oh. People enjoyed. So. Nobody cares about Imran. Nobody cares what the fuck I have to say because I talk enough. And you do. Yes. So let's fucking get started, you <laughs> bastard. We got a lot to talk about. The Jock, the Jock and Ned Podcast. All right, we're gonna start with a crazy story that involves Disney, Marvel, and the law. Uh, basically, the headline here is Marvel is suing the heirs. Of its creator, Stan Lee, Steve Ditko, essentially now we have come full circle. Oh, shit. If you think about it. Uh, here's what's happening. Have you guys heard about this, first of all? Yeah, I heard that, like, uh, Steve Ditko's, I didn't know he had any uh, family, but uh, his family and Stan Lee's family were trying to sue for rights to reclaim Spider-Man and a bunch of other characters. Termination of copyright notices. Okay, so here. I'm- yeah, I heard about this, too. I didn't really understand what was going on. Here, I'm going to just read a little bit from the Variety article here because there's a lot of law words. I want to get it right. It says here, Marvel filed five lawsuits on Friday seeking to block the heirs of comic book creators from reclaiming copyrights to many of its most popular characters, including Spider-Man, Iron Man, Thor, Black Widow, Captain Marvel, Ant-Man, and Doctor Strange. They did this because uh, heirs of five Marvel authors filed dozens of termination notices with the U.S. copyright offices. If the notices were to succeed, they would not prevent Marvel from using the disputed characters, which were created by multiple people, but they would require the studio to make payment to the heirs of these creators. So these notices are filed by this dude. Mark Tobaroff is a veteran copyright attorney. He recently uh, fought on behalf of Jack Kirby, and who create who created a lot of Marvel characters, and Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, the creators of Superman. It is because of him now. You will see everywhere it says, uh, "With thanks in creation, uh, Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster and every Superman thing." Uh, so basically, this guy is arguing that the Marvel author's work led to multi-billion-dollar franchises, and that they're and of course, okay, yes. and that their heirs should be allowed to share in the wealth, okay? Uh, He represents Larry Lieber, Stan Lee's brother, Don Heck, who created Iron Man, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Don Rico, Gene Colan, created a lot of characters. Marvel is arguing that the characters were created under work-for-hire arrangements and that the heirs have no valid claim to I think that that's bullshit because Stan Lee was the publisher of Marvel. He's not working for hire, He's the head writer. He's the fucking creator of that brand. So his contract, okay, maybe Steve Ditko 
uh, is work for hire. But Stan Lee is the publisher of Marvel Comics. He's the editor in chief. He's beyond a work for hire. He's it would be like the equivalent of a uh, creative director or something like that. That that actually is part of the company. Right, it is the company. He is the company, right? So I don't know. I mean, I'm not a lawyer. I'm just from what I know about Stan Lee. He's not a work for hire type guy. So then trying to pull that blanket over Stan Lee, I think, is is disingenuous. Yeah, there's a lot of things dealing with like the copy. There's a copyright act which actually permits heirs of uh of things to terminate grant of a license after a certain amount of years. Well, look, I think that it doesn't really matter if it's legal. I don't really think it matters if it's legal now Uh, with all of this bullshit of people getting uh, chastised on the internet for doing the wrong thing. Like Disney should be chastised for fucking making fucking billions of dollars off of these people and not even like, you know, throwing them some money, like throw them some fucking money. You guys have money coming out of your assholes. Steve Ditko. I would stick it up my asshole. I stick it up my asshole. Steve Ditko (laughs) literally like at the end of his life was almost broke. And like homeless, penisless. I believe, and penniless. and penniless, penisless, because Marvel was not paying out. Uh, the lawyer Tobrov also argues the comics were not done on a work for hire basis as the law was understood at the time. This work for hire law goes is from a copyright act from 1909. But that's not social justice, is it? Right. You want social justice. This is actual real social justice. Uh, you know, <laughs> this is yes. Someone who fucking created something. It's creator rights. How, wait, yeah. well, how often does somebody create something that's in the zeitgeist for years? That's a fucking that's divinity being fucking channeled through a person, and you have to recognize that and fucking acknowledge that instead of just fucking being a, a scumbag company and not and not least at least giving these people some due, something that they're due. They're able to freaking ride all these characters out. Like, if it's so easy, make your own fucking characters up, Disney. So that's a, that's it, a good point. Yeah. Rugs is back. Rugs is back. I was waiting for a rant. <laughs> you talk about this. This shit is fucking like creating characters is so fucking hard. Yeah. And making great characters. And people just today, they just urinate all over them. They just don't fucking understand the value. And then, then the reason why they fucking do it, they use these characters ad nauseum because it's so hard to create something as good as that. And so, like, at the same time, they're telling you how rare it is to do. But at the same time, there's no value to it. It's work for hire. It's like, I don't understand that argument. You know, I so. think ultimately nothing really is going to happen. But the what if scenarios that you think about, like if Marvel and Disney had to share, they would be co-owners of the licensing rights, meaning the estates of Stanley and Steve Ditko could do whatever they want also with the license. Like they could sell, they could sell it. They could go to Warner brothers and make movies. Oh yeah. And you know, it's crazy shit. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, the other precedent is this guy Tobaroff. He's kind of like once uh, he's a uh, second chance, the Jack Kirby case, same thing happened. And the court uh, agreed with Marvel saying it was work for hire. All right. Tobaroff wasn't done with it though. He took it to the Supreme court. Right. The Supreme Court, who rarely looks at these things, was going to fucking look at it. This is when Ruth Bader Ginsburg was there. They were going to look at it. Marvel blinks and settles out of court. They weren't going to risk the chance that the Supreme Court would reverse this. And they settled uh, with the yeah, that precedent state. would be fucking it would be devastation for that. So Tobaroff is like, I wish I didn't settle last time. And he's this guy is really going for creators rights and 
and uh, wants to make it fair. Anthony, what do you think? Does Marvel's lawyers too big of a juggernaut at this point to even fuck with? Probably, but this guy's had some success, he's, right? He's so the guy. He's the guy to do it. I think. I think what will end up happening is probably another settlement. I hope they settle because I think that social pressure can do it. If Disney feels the burn from people on Twitter or, and people just fucking yelling at them for being scumbags, then maybe they'll, they'll throw people some money and at least in that way do something that's right. But because they, they have a multi-billion dollar industry because of these people. So, yeah, they should. I mean, they should, I'm, a, I'm with you. I agree that these guys... The creators, whatever the law was at the time, I'm not a lawyer, I don't know, and I wasn't living in the 60s or whatever these characters yeah, were made. Yeah. But, I mean, the right thing to do would be to cut these guys. Some right. Money. We're, like, we're talking about social justice. We're talking about what the right thing to do is all the time. And, like, the, the God's honest truth is if you do anything creative, remotely creative, it's the business people who, like, rape and pillage all of the money. Like, if you're a recording artist, if you're, if you're right. a musician, if you're a almost everything except for maybe being a writer like you get you you get the ass end of it you don't get to to really benefit the way that other people do you might get enough to like have a nice life or whatever but you're not really making the kind of money where you people n- you are buying really jets get what you're worth what yeah. you're worth you're ne- you'll yeah. never you never get i mean athletes seem to get it athletes in most in in a select few sports get it but even some athletes but, like in the ufc but a- think actors, about this Think about this. Athletes get it, right? But after they're gone, they may have some merchandising, but that's it. Like, it goes away. They You can't just keep doing Michael Jordan, like, forever. Like, it just ends at some certain point. Well, he's the exception. But, yeah, you're right. In general, they go away. Yeah. Like, how many? I mean, Jordan's, the sneakers still sell, but that's a rarity. It's not like. Jo- Jordan's the exception, for sure. Yeah. No, but even, yeah. I mean, athletes get, athletes are the ones that make a decent a good amount but not in all sports but yeah any creative I'm trying to think it's only like the select few actors the select few directors even like directors don't really get as much as they no. probably should no i mean, well. I mean uh, what nolan's trying to do to get that 20 percent back end that's good for him yeah that, that's that's part of the reason so like that i mean this is obviously a different industry but that's why i was like good for nolan even though like he made a shitty movie we can all we all kind of agreed on that like He's the dream. He's he's finally in the power position where like these creators, obviously a lot of them are dead. They're not in the power position, and that's where you that's where you want to be if you're creating anything. Is you want to be able to get to the point where you can where you where you have where you're controlling the man a little bit. There's just something slimy about that. That these industries, I know. Yes, they do a lot of stuff. They promote whatever they invest money, but I just think the percentage. It's all about percentages. Just kind of. Tip their percentages a little bit and then things won't be as bad or give people something that they could like a that keeps paying as the character keeps or whatever the creation is keeps making money. You should get a piece of it, you know, royalties, whatever you want to fucking call it. But uh, those things don't always happen and you don't always get the profit share in something success. And I think that that's something that every company should do now. Yeah, and this is bad for like this next generation of creators, of kids who are artists who are growing up loving these movies. Why would you want to go work for these companies now? Because this, like, this is from the '60s, but this shit is still happening today. We talked about Ed Brubaker and uh, Winter Soldier, and how he's like, I get more, I get more money from the royalties from my cameo in the movie 
than you know the comic book. Uh, apparently, when Steve Ditko died in 2018, his estate was only worth 1.3 million dollars. How much money have they made off fucking Spider-Man, who you know it's co-created? Uh, so ironically, this guy Tobaroff is going up against the same lawyer he went up against when he uh, tried to get Siegel and Schuster uh, termination notices to DC for Superman, and they settled. So it's a rematch on like multiple levels. Uh, it's fascinating. I don't think though, it's g- if anything happens, it would make a drastic thing. But it's fun to think about. What if Marvel lost all the fucking rights to all these characters? What would they do? What happens? I don't know, but I mean, <laughs> it would it would be weird if they did, but it's it's never happened before, so we won't never fucking know what it's like, I guess. I mean, the the ideal situation is you maybe not ideal for everyone, but the ideal what I think is most fair is Marvel. Obviously, Marvel pumps a ton of money into this stuff. Like they're they're taking a lot of the risks at first. I think these guys should be getting royalties. I think Every time you see these characters in on screen or when, on paper, they should be making a cut of everything. Absolutely. Like everything that the only thing do. is that the risk is less when you have a flagship character that everybody knows. So, yes, they're pumping in money to this, but they also have a lock on an audience. Well, that, yeah, that, they, but they, yeah, they I mean, they built that with Iron Man and with Captain America, with those movies. Um, it'd be weird. It'd be weird seeing creators having some ownership and maybe i don't know what that even looks like like can they go shop it and do other like could they could probably create their own like things, imagine, right? i mean i think that's what they did i mean like marvel was looking for studios to buy their the rights to their yeah, fucking they, characters yeah, they sold yeah. and, and, and sony got back sony bought it yeah, we and they kind of see it and um you know they've been using it um marvel do, no longer has the rights to it which is that's the thing that's weird like once the studio pays for the rights they can do whatever they want i guess uh, i don't know if there was some kind of a clause where marvel gets to sign off on stuff i don't uh, think there was because no. i mean some of those movies i mean those those early 2000s were like the wild west <laughs> yeah. with those movies that were coming were out doing. on marvel yeah you know you had hulk you had ang lee's hulk you had Sp- sam raimi spider-man you had that daredevil you had the weird fantastic four you I mean you had all sorts of crazy shit uh i mean i think all these contracts need to be reworked this work for hire bullshit from 1909 this needs to be updated uh disney famously also here's the thing they manipulate they've manipulated the copyright law once already to keep fucking mickey mouse that should have expired on them long time ago they still have the copyright Yeah, what mickey happened mouse? to like public domain what happened to that something's been around for like 100 years or something it should be public domain no yes right now public domain is about like anything pre-1924 i think you can uh, republish it. You could just print it right up and and sell it again. No problem. You can re-record it. Yeah, like Frankenstein. Anybody can fucking do a Frankenstein movie. So not this is any. what Disney did. They pa- so every year now that that public domain year moves up as the years pass. But Disney fucking paused it, or they did something at the year when Mickey Mouse was supposed to expire. They like paused. That's the, how the much window. power they have. Oh, absolutely. So. Ultimately, creators aren't going to get jack shit because now it's evil corporate Disney is running the fucking things. Uh, related story. Ironically, we have a new contender in the most expensive comic book ever sold. According to The Hollywood Reporter, a copy of Amazing Fantasy 15, his Spider-Man's first appearance, 
just sold. It came out in 1962, just sold on auction for $3.6 million. Oh, oh Nicolas Cage got money again. It's one <laughs> of only four copies uh, that exists in near mint condition. It is officially wow. the highest selling comic book in history, outdoing uh, the $3.25 million that Action Comics number one recently went for earlier this year. Uh, so look, Spider-Man will always fucking sell. Do they deserve a cut of that? Probably not. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's not. That's different. That's, that's just people. Yeah, that's different. That's, that's not the company. Col- so yeah, that's, some, that's, that's someone that got possession of it right. and is selling it for on his own. Yeah. One is exploitation. The other. Look, there was, a, you know, Stan, the, they're, they're arguing Stanley's Marvel method, how everyone collaborated and it was all loosey goosey and everybody's kind of writing. But really, the artist did a lot of the heavy plotting and writing and and work and they came up with yeah the if you were working with stan lee you weren't just following a script and do it you were making shit up you, you were invented fucking, all you, the characters yes. all the villains all the side characters how everything looked and stan is like mega guy it's a spider guy uh <laughs> ironically also the other great story is how um, uh, spider-man's first appearance amazing fantasy 15 their publisher at the time thought spider-man was a dumb idea they had this book, Amazing Fantasy. He was canceling it. This was the last issue. He's like, fuck it. Put it in this. Nobody's going to want it. Uh, I don't like it. And the rest is history. So that okay. that deserves recognition still to the heirs of uh, these creators. Anyways, listener, let us know what you think about all this crazy legal mumbo jumbo. Join our Facebook group. It's a great place to geek out. Hang out. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. Meet all all the listeners. Everyone's in there. Uh, we do fun things like this week. I'll be posting a spoiler thread for Venom Two that is coming out this week. So if you go see the movie, you need to talk about it. Spoilery somewhere. That's the place you go. Join the group. Do that. Spoil away in the. How was the Discord? The Discord was a lot of fun. We will talk about that later when I mention the Patreon. Ah. But it was. It's a good hangout. I had. It was a good time. Right, Rugs. What'd you think? Yeah, it's almost like I'm doing another show. It is, but it's fun. It's a little more relaxed. It's like another show with two guests or three <laughs> guests or four guests. Yeah, we're all just hanging out. Whoever's talking, yeah. We'll talk more about that. And uh, I got a lot of interesting uh, recommendations and stuff that, to talk about from the Discord. But uh, Shang-Chi, once again, Shang- Shang-Chi, four weeks in a row at number one at the box office. Oh, shit. It is now the highest grossing film of 2021. It's almost it's at 196 million domestically domestic, almost cracking the 200 million dollar. The first movie to crack it. And I think it will. Uh, So that's fantastic. I think Venom is probably going to beat it out this week. So four weeks at number one. When's the last time you saw that? That's crazy. It's an accomplishment. It is crazy, but it's also there's not a lot out. There was nothing, but it's still. The experiment went what went well, right? Like this proves that people will go out and see a movie. Yeah, they'll go out and see a Marvel movie, and they'll go out and see it if it's you know not day and date release. Speak, on yeah. Speaking of which, you know they were playing around with a forty-five. They were like forty-five day window. Uh, it turns out it's going to be a little bit longer than that, as they announced November twelfth this year is a Disney Plus Day. It's the two year anniversary of Disney Plus. Shang Chi will start streaming. On November 12th on Disney Plus with your subscription, that is about 70 days. So it's still less than the 90 days. Hmm. Hmm. So if it's going to be in the theater like another month, like this thing is still going to be making money. So they probably they were going to do 45. Now they're doing 70. This one ended up being 70, I think, just because of the November 12th and Disney Plus day. 
I also think it's probably just they're like, yeah, we're making money. Like, yeah. just keep it out there. There's nothing else coming out. Yeah, might as well. Uh, I mean, Venom, but, you know, we'll see how Venom look, does. Also, on Disney Plus Day, you'll be able to watch Jungle Cruise, and there's going to be a special about Star Wars and the Boba Fett show and a special about the MCU, uh, probably some teases of the next phase, uh, a bunch of other things. You can, There's a link in the show notes. But this will be Disney Plus Day. <laughs> Are you excited? Mm. Get excited. Ooh. Speaking of days, did you know today is Monday? Today is Monday, Monday, September 27. Did you know the day we are recording, Sony has officially announced that today is Venom Day? Oh, shit. Today? What? Yes. Monday. I didn't get you anything. Say, what? What do you give me on Venom? Rugs, it's my favorite holiday. Yeah. You could have got me a little, uh, you know, some ink. Usually I get you a turd in the wind, but like I didn't do it this <laughs> a time. A turd in the wind, Eddie. Uh, I don't know. They made up some bullshit. It's how do you get a day? Can we have a day? Because if you could just announce that a day is a day and every send out day a press is Imran day, if no, you no. ask me, I'm a, we need a jock and nerd podcast day. We're just going to make it official today. Like one day, maybe the the first day, the first show came out. Well, now on from now on, be known as official jock and nerd podcast day. All when right? is the when is the jock birthday of when is the, the official birthday? Do you know off the top it's of your March head? March 23rd, 2015. Oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah, I do the exact day. <laughs> March 23rd. That is okay. now going to be official nationwide. No, global. International. Jock Universal. Like throughout the galaxy. Day. We are going to be uh, Someone send an email to the watcher. He must know about this. Oh, Watu? He's not going to give a shit. Watu. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Listen, Venom's coming out this week. Are you guys excited to see this Venom, what are we expecting? What are we going in with the uh, expectations here? Mine are low. Okay. Yeah, me too. Very low. Mine are low. I, to be honest, I didn't really, I kind of knew it was coming out this week, but it wasn't really on my radar until I think one of my friends messaged me about it. But yeah, I'm first Venom was fine. It wasn't, to me, it was a little, a little too silly. And from what I'm seeing in the trailers, this looks just as silly, you know, I don't think it's going to be bad, but I don't think it's going to be very good either. Yeah, Venom was like a combination of silly and unexciting because, like, you had the silliness and the jokes and all that stuff and the weird relationship that they have, which is kind of at least interesting. Yeah. But then the fact that Venom is just fighting another Venom, and it kind of makes it boring, and the character doesn't really do anything. It just It just acts like Venom, but meaner. So it's like it, there's no interest there. There's no intrigue. So uh, hopefully with Woody Harrelson's character, there might be some intrigue at least. Maybe I, maybe that'll help. I don't know. Well, also, as you mentioned earlier, with characters can be anything. And like a core part of Venom's character is Spider-Man. And that's just all gone. So that like took away a lot of my interest in that character because it's not Venom anymore. It's just a guy that looks like Venom. This Venom really isn't Venom. I kind of forgot about that because they just, I just go with it. So yeah, I mean, if you go with it, it's, it is like, it's funny in that it's like, it is interesting. His little inner dynamic, yeah. the character and like him talking to each, you know, that, that he has to deal with this personality that's within him. But, and that's kind of from the comics, but it's, it's like, not Venom. Yeah. How, that's long are we gonna, how long is, as fans of actual shit, are we going to let this shit slide? Are we going to stand for this? Anything can be anything. I mean, like we're just like we're just so used to just looking the other way now. We are absolutely when shit is just completely wrong, and and it's become its own category. Like it's an else world or it's a whatever. It's a different take, it and is. like 
How long are we just going to keep being like, all right, what? Okay, this is not what uh, you know what we're looking for. I have given in to this. You're absolutely right because we've the, just yeah, we gave up. We just gave on, up. On the one hand, I'm looking forward to what Andy Serkis may bring to this. I'm looking forward to what Woody Harrelson. What is he doing? He's directing the fucking movie. Oh, is he? Yeah, really I forgot. Yeah, about that. and I'm looking forward to Woody Harrelson just being over the top ridiculous. Like I kind of wanted, oh, yeah, that might be good. I want it to be like a ridiculous, like '80s movie. That's you know, it's cheesy, it's bad, it's goofy, but you're there for the ride. I mean, bare bones. We're just looking for entertainment. We're not yes. looking for faithfulness to the source material. We're not looking for faithfulness to tone or or even using storylines or anything interesting from the actual uh, property. We're just looking for entertainment. It'll probably be at least somewhat that. I don't know. However, so, um, this is what I am looking forward to because there has been uh, they've talked about some of the producers, director, whatever, that there will be an MC, a crossover with the MCU that there, there was some rumors. Some they were like, we will eventually cross over with Spider-Man. We know there's going to be multiverse wackiness in Spider-Man. No way home. Tom Holland recently posted an Instagram photo of himself. Not Tom Holland. Tom Hardy. Sorry. Tom Hardy posted a photo. He was wearing a Spider-Man No Way Home cast and crew hat. Oh, okay. And they said that in this movie is what are the odds that there's some Spider-Man shit going on in this movie? Like that we will see Spider-Man, that they are tying. This is going to be the beginning of tying it to uh, the MCU to pull Tom Holland out of the MCU and into the Sony verse. Do you think we'll see any of that in this movie? That's what I'm watching for. You might see it, but it won't make any sense oh, for people who like Venom. Probably not. Yeah, I think, I mean, I agree. You, I mean, they already hinted at that Mobius trailer that um, Vulture yeah, was in it. Michael Keaton was in there. And there's a poster so of Spider-Man. You, you know, I think this upcoming Spider-Man movie might be the last one where we see him in the MCU, other than maybe like one other it's film. Maybe Doctor Strange. I bet he shows up again in the Doctor Strange sequel. Yeah, Venom. I mean, just this version of Venom doesn't do a lot for me. I, I, I do kind of like the angle though if they're gonna like go with it and andy circus is obviously a different director than the first one make it like the freaking 80s and make it like yeah. weirdly dark right and is it gonna is it rated r no it's pg-13 mm. i believe it is PG rated r. they should do rated r venom but uh they probably don't want to cut the box office with a yeah. rated r but well, yeah i mean they're they're hinting of a possibility of a spider-man crossover uh and that's what i guess i want to see i it couldn't know. hurt you know, it's just tough to do. I mean, even when you do a Spider-Man crossover, like again, Spider-Man shouldn't be crossing over. It should have been. He should have been there to be from the beginning. Been there to begin with. That's how you <laughs> get to the you, Venom. You screwed, yeah, you know, it's just such a core part of that character. Uh, also, rumor and talks of how they want to jumpstart their Sinister Six movie, Sony, that they still want to make, but they want to use like the villains we're going to see in Spider-Man No Way Home. And then use well, the, and some of them started. They all started over there. That could be crazy. Yeah, uh, you know, Sony Sony doing anything doesn't make me all that excited. <laughs> they still though have made the best Spider Man movies. Yeah, they they well somehow. Yeah. And, I, and I liked Into the Spider Verse a lot. That's what I'm saying that one and Spider Man Spider Man two, 2 is very uh, good. even Spider Man one and the, the amazing, some of the amazing Spider Man. Uh, they made the more faithful. Spider more in essence to the character, at least than uh, this uh, MCU version. Anyways, yeah, I think that this gums up everything with the MCU and them ex- existing. So 
you're always getting some kind of a lesser version of if either it would have yeah. been at Sony only uh, mm-hmm. or if it would have been at Marvel only. It's one of these things we're just getting a lesser version. So, and I'm not really just a big fan of them doing villain movies like this. I don't know. I mean, I, it, you know, it just screams of me of, of desperation. Like you're trying to make be like Marvel, but create your Sp- Sony Spider Verse. And it, I, I mean, know. do you look at Suicide Squad and be like, well, look at this. That's kind of fun. They used a bunch of villains. It could yeah. be something like there, that. I mean, there, yeah, it could be like that. Look, if I if Tom Holland shows up in this fucking Venom movie, Get I will fucking lose my shit. Probably be like, oh, were there Mobius shit. comics? Morbius, yes. Morbius, yeah, he were was there? like he was. Uh, it was part of like the horror line oh. of comics, yeah, like Marvel Knights or something yeah. like that. Mm. Uh, but he did have a lot of uh, interaction with Spider-Man. And l- let's not forget, in that trailer, there's a poster of Sam Raimi Spider-Man in the Morbius trailer. So are we going to see Morbius? Are we going to see Venom in the Spider-Man movie? Oh, it's crazy. You know what else is crazy? All the shit Netflix has coming out uh, in the next few months. They had this big event. Where's Chevy Chase? Oh, this is crazy. Sorry. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. They, yeah. they had a three-hour live stream event recently, and it was called the Netflix Tudum event. T-U-D-U-M. Do you get it? I think it's kind of clever. I think it sh- they should have been it should have been Dadum. No, that's the noise, Anthony, when you turn yeah. it on Netflix. Tudum. Oh, oh, oh. And I was like, you know what? That that's a kind of a clever name. Because I got it right away. Tudum. Yeah, Tudum. That's the, they called it. Tudum. 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 Uh, and in this event, lots of trailers and teasers and dates for shit that I think we're all going to get excited about. Let's start with the big one. Cobra Kai season four. Oh, I thought you would have started with Stranger Things. No, th- you know what? I actually you don't even have, it I have that at the bottom. I didn't even pull uh-huh. that because uh, there's other things that are. I don't watch Stranger Things, but I feel like that's the most popular. Well, thing, that's right? why I put it in this order. I put the thing first that we all I knew were watching. You like? Yes. Okay. But just cover guys. Season four. You got a trailer with the announcement of a date. Uh, this season four is coming out December 31st. This is going to be great. New Year's binging for everyone. All, okay. Right. All episodes. And you guys, who do we see in the trailer? What did you think? Yeah. What old guy did they dig up from the old <laughs> movies this, this time? Old dude. Uh, that goes by the name of fucking Terry Silver. Oh shit! Oh boy! Oh, he is. Uh, he's, he's looking old. Thomas Ian Griffith coming back to he, play Terry Silver. He looks the oldest by far. Yeah, he looks. Out of all the, of he does. Even the other guy. Even the um. Uh, even Kreese, than, uh, yeah, Crease. He looks older yeah. than Crease somehow. Yeah, I mean, Kreese is like nine. <laughs> he. Uh, First off, I, I remember saying this way back, but I, we knew that they were bringing him back because yeah. of the, the end of it. And I th- I said, he actually fits them. He was in the worst Karate Kid movie ever. Yeah, he needs redemption. He, his character actually fits the most in the universe yeah. they've created because he was so over-the-top evil. Um, but Jesus Christ, when they, <laughs> they showed he him punching, like, I'm like, oh my God. He looks like death. Oh this my is God. Worse than, this is worse than... Imran uh, hitting a bag. <laughs> he still has the long hair, but it's all gray now. It, I was like, this is worse than when they have Ralph Macchio fighting and he just doesn't care to like train anymore. <laughs> and he's just like going in slow motion, flipping people over. He's just got his spanks on. He's got two pairs of spanks on. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep the gut in. I mean, I kind of like the moment when Kreese is like... Oh, we're gonna have a team up too, and then you see him like so. These guys, he's gonna join Cobra Kai, and what was the other place called? Eagle uh, Talon, Eagle Claw, Eagle Tooth. What the fuck did they call themselves? Oh, what did they call? I them? Eagle, Fang. I Eagle Fang. Eagle Fang. Was Fang. it Eagle yeah, Fang? Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh yeah, they they now they're merged. I mean, it that's should just be so terrible. This is so great. It's gonna be so. It great. should be. It should still be pretty good. I think they 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 have to. I hopefully they're aware that they're probably coming towards the end of the line on this stuff. Though. I, I mean, this should be the last. I, I don't know if they got renewed for a season five, but this should just end it after season. Don't do four. it. It'll just go out five. on a high note. Yes. At this peak of your popularity, just fucking do it. Just end it properly. Well, and all the kids are like 25 years old now, and they're still playing yeah. high school yeah, kids. Yeah, honestly, this season four got me a little more hyped than the Stranger Things season four, which I think that show probably needs to end after this fucking season. Also, those kids are also growing up uh, <laughs> rather quickly. Uh, so I can't wait. Cobra High season four, December 31st. Uh, this next one, Total Geek Boner, a show I've been waiting for for a long time. The adaptation of Neil Gaiman's The Sandman. We got a quick first look trailer. Uh, I love The Sandman, and I thought this was awesome because you got Charles Dance saying words. And whenever Charles Dance says words, it's just epic. It doesn't matter what he's saying. He's Charles Dance. Uh, Rugs, what did you think? I know you read the Sandman. They got him. They got Dream in that mask that he first appears in in the beginning of the series. I was like, oh shit, they got the mask. Right. Um, he looks like the Sandman. He looks like Dream. He looks like Morpheus. So, um, that looks good, but I really don't know. I mean, they, they did a seance to try and bring him from his dimension well, or, or materialize from that. And they did mention they name drop yeah, like, all the brothers despair yeah. and delirium and all Destiny. that other it shit. It sounds like he was trying to get death and he's like, well, look, let's see who I got. And he ends up with dream. Uh, Anthony, what'd you think of this? Uh, does this uh, do anything for you? I've never really understood Sandman. Yeah. So um, no, it doesn't really do anything <laughs> for me. But anytime you can get a good seancer on screen. Yeah. Charles Dance is the best. Uh, I'm always I'm always for a good seancer. That's for sure. If you make me watch it, if you say it's good, I probably still won't watch it unless everyone says it's good. But Rugs, what do you think? It's a heady kind of fantasy. It's probably like some of the best fantasy in comic books ever written. The book debuted 25 years ago, and you can reread this whole thing every few years as you get older and you get different things. You get more from it. It's fucking timeless, Rugs. Yeah, I remember it being kind of ahead of its time in that way where it it was more like reading an actual like prose than actual reading a comic book. It wasn't like action oriented. Right. It was just about these characters and actual humans interacting with them and also seeing how these uh, characters are, are even though they're not human, they have human characteristics and they act in certain ways and they have their own ennui. Right. You know, it's so, so it's hard to describe because you're personifying things like delirium, destiny, despair and uh and it goes through time and you mingle with characters like shakespeare and all these fun things so i hope they can nail this anthony i will let you know uh if it's worth watching i feel like it's gonna be very good neil gaiman is involved if you're going to boil down sandman's main story arc yeah what would it how would you do that i i you know it's i don't even know you can't. You can't because it's about dream and his relationships with people in the real realm. And, but it's also his relationship with the devil, with his siblings. Uh, and uh, it's just, I, I can't, you can't nail it down. It's so hard to describe. Yeah. I don't even, when you initially try to describe it's it, impossible. I still don't understand So it. that's why I'm really curious to see how will they explain it. I thought they kind of did a good job in the trailer. 
the way he's describing, you know, what these beings are. They're kind of like the Eternals. Like, how do you fucking describe the Eternals? It's kind of the same thing. You know what? You know what's kind of interesting about this is why is this on Netflix? Uh, Netflix isn't it paid to DC? do it? It is DC. Oh, that's a good point. I th- shouldn't it be on HBO? I Max? think he made this deal like before before that shit happened. Yeah. yeah. And probably after this leaves here, it'll go to HBO Max. But Netflix, you know, they'll buy anything. It's a good get. Yeah. No, and the cast looks good, and uh, it should be good. Ho- hopefully, this is a better show for Netflix than, uh, what was that last one they did? The Millar- Millarverse. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, that Jupiter's Legacy. Jupiter's Legacy. That was kind uh, of a bust. Uh, Although there was yeah. that, de- that deer show, I guess that one was Sweet right, Tooth right? was pretty good, but these shows do get forgotten really quickly. They just yeah. fucking come and go. I just was reminded of Sweet Tooth when I was watching something else that was just like it. So. Yeah, that was you mentioned that last week. We were watching something. That's the problem. The, it's the blessing and the curse of releasing everything all at once. The, the cultural zeitgeist talks about it for like a weekend, and then they forget about it. Netflix has another Vertigo, has, has Lucifer. Oh, yeah, which is like Vertigo. a network show. That's from like a CW show, though. Yeah, yeah and it's CW. like a procedural. Yeah. It's not even yeah. it's like he's a fucking cop or something. And that's it's the weird. same Lucifer that's in the same main universe, but that one's loosely placed. But, Anthony, to your point, I think now we can safely say it's been proven. Look at the show's that have given given the weekly release model and how much more buzz all those weekly shows is, yeah from your weekly's where it's the at. boys all the disney plus shows uh the invincible uh yep. those were great and uh yeah and what, when you drop this all at once it's great and then i just forget about I it i love the all at once don't get me yeah. wrong like it's when they first did that with oh fuck what was that show with the uh the president or the uh with spacey House of cards House of yeah, Cards. I that think was they were, that was the show. first yep. show, and it was like it was huge at the time. It was like Yo, you're going to release everything at That's once. Crazy. That's crazy. And then they did it, and everyone was like, "This is amazing! Yeah. Like this is the way, new way to watch television." And now we're reverting back to, eh, we prefer it weekly. All that means is you have to pump out whole seasons of things quicker to keep people interested, which is a lot harder than just fucking. Well, you forget it so f- much faster yeah. when you just blaze through it in one yeah. weekend, and Hulu then that's does, it. It's over. Hulu does weekly. Everything's doing weekly now, and I have to remember when these shows are airing. I'm watching so much shit. There's so much going on. All right, moving on. You guys remember uh, Extraction with the Chris Hemsworth? Remember that movie? Yeah, yeah I like that oh movie a lot. Oh, my God. Fucking fantastic. I fucking loved it. Great action. Great 12-minute, like, one-take action scene in the middle. This is where, was it Chad Stahelski, David Leach, one of the John Wick guys directing, literally sitting on the roof of a car, holding a camera, shooting these scenes. Have you seen that? Yeah, there's 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 a scene of him, or there's a video of how they filmed that, that scene. And he's, yeah, he is sitting this on one, top of a car. The director is holding the camera strapped down to a hood of a car. And then they, like, have the camera, like, go in through the back of the car, so then you get the, like, driver's view. He's taking it in, yes. And it's That's and, nuts. And it, the scene is fucking amazing. It's still, like, you could go back and just watch that scene. But, little spoiler alert, uh, if you haven't seen the movie. Spoiler alert. Remember the end of the movie? Remember the Kurtz Hemsworth was, uh, everything was fine. He was on that bridge. He was kind of beat up, and then the little Indian kid shoots him well, from behind. Hey. But in the at the end of that movie, they make like a they made like kind of like a tease that he was yeah. he was well, alive. Well, what what had happened? Yeah, you see, uh, he got shot in the throat, and he stumbles over the side. They're on a bridge above a river, and he stumbles over and falls into the water and sinks down. And so apparently, uh, the Crims Hemsworth is very good at holding his breath. He's been holding it this whole time because they're with blood with pouring blood out of his coming neck. out of an open wound because they're making an extraction too. Oh shit! Uh, and uh, there was a little teaser. They basically just showed that last scene, right? There wasn't anything new. 
No, and then he just wakes up. And then, yeah, in yeah. this one, he becomes a dentist and he takes out <laughs> people's molars. Was the trailer? Did they say like Rake is back or something like that? Uh, yeah. yeah, hashtag Rake is back. So it is going to be. It looks him. like they're trying to. Well, the, what I'm getting at is it looks like they're trying to like make like Tyler Rake like a uh, like a household name, right? Like someone you would think of. I don't know. As an I don't know hero. about the word Rake. The name Rake. I don't know how sticky that is. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I didn't remember not, his name. I, I just remember I Chris Hemsworth. Rake lives. Hashtag Rake lives is the hashtag. Yeah. yeah at the end, go. he he wakes up and he swims up. So he didn't die at the end of Extraction. And there's going to be a reason to do another fucking contrived action scene. I can't wait. Coming soon. You know, if we said this in the review, but if they can, if this direct is this the same guy, Sam Hargrave doing uh, it again? That's a, I I think it is. That's a good question. I don't Joe know. Russo has been hired. Yep. With, okay. So it's still see. the Russo brothers uh, company. Yeah, this filming began in Sydney. Okay, and then they moved to Prague. Sam Hargrave directing. Yep. Yep. So I think what what sucked about the movie was just that the the human scenes were just terrible. Yeah. So like, if they can just make it like a little, like you can relate to the characters a little more, Give them a little and have more, that good action, yeah, a little more depth to the characters, maybe. We, you know, we're not seeing a ton of original action yeah. movies. So could Rake? I'm what do you think? It. Could Rake become a household name? Up there with the fucking Indiana Jones. I don't or know. Wick. Or John Wick. Wick. They're trying to make him a Wick. Rake. Wick or like. Rake lives. Rambo. Or Rambo. Jack Bauer. Yeah. Bauer. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't like the name Rake. No, Rake is this, it's not a good name. I just, I don't. Rake lives. Beretta. Yeah. Well, the problem too is Hemsworth is already, I guess John Wick is an exception, but Hemsworth is already a bigger name than the character he's playing. Ah. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. That, yeah. But I guess I guess Keanu evolved into Wick. Keanu and, made John John Wick. A Arnold thing. Schwarzenegger yeah. and, and what's his name uh, Stallone both did multiple household character names. You know what didn't work is Tom Cruise as uh, Jack Reacher. Anybody watch those? That Nobody gives a work. shit about Jack, Jack Reacher and the porn was very successful. <laughs> Nobody Jack Reacher out. Yeah, uh, but let, one of my faves. Listen, if they can bring another fucking same action, uh, I'm in. Should be good. Well, hopefully this one they did this one in what India. Oh, yeah, you just you would just go nuts if they did this one in Pakistan. Oh, huh? oh shit! There's my household. There's the house I grew up in. No, I don't know. Fine, it would be fine. <laughs> Actually, this was in Bangladesh. Sorry, oh, it's ba- that's in India. India. No, it's not. Oh, Bangladesh is East Pakistan. Used, used to, be to be formerly just East Pakistan. Yeah, now it's its own country. Used, Come on, don't you? Used to be Pakistan, bitch. Don't forget. That's what the Pakistanis <laughs> tell Bangladeshis every time. <laughs> don't forget. Used to be fucking Pakistan. Bangladesh, my ass. You're still East Pakistan to me. Is that what they say? Yeah. They don't root for their cricket <laughs> team. Get hate. Lots of hate on this one. <laughs> the comments People from Bangladesh are going to be banging down your door. <laughs> They're going to be banging my Dalesh. Uh, that, I don't even oh. know what I said. I don't even uh, know what that is. I don't know what that means. Okay, yeah, moving on. Next mean? one. Uh, the prequel. Get the mic away from this The guy. prequel to uh, Zack Snyder's uh, Army of the Dead, the Vegas zombie movie. That was, that was fun. It's a good movie. I don't mind it. Uh, they're doing this prequel movie, Army of Thieves, about Dieter. The uh, safe cracker, and this one. This time we got a full like three minute trailer. There's uh no zombies. There's like one quick clip of zombies, so I'm confused as to when exactly this happened before the zombie outbreak. But this looks like a fun heist movie. Anthony, what'd you think about this one? Have rugs go first. I'm watching it as we speak. Okay, I thought, just uh, play the clip, Imran. What, what clip? Uh, uh, I stick it up my ass. Uh, oh, I know. Not, no, not the other one. one. Yes, I really don't give a shit. Okay, so you don't yeah. give a shit about the That's army the of one. thieves. Uh, no. it's coming out October 29th. It looks, it, uh, okay, why? Whatever. It looks fun. You don't care about it. It's a weird, uh, I mean, it does, it does look a little entertaining. And I, 
I somewhat enjoyed that character in Army of the Dead. It's just a weird character to, to spin it's a weird off. movie to make. I know. <laughs> a zombie-less zombie prequel. Is Zack Snyder making it? Uh, no, I think Dieter, the guy playing Dieter, actually wrote and directed this, I believe. Hmm. Dieter himself. Oh. It's got the girl from Game of Thrones. Misande. Misande, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. oh shit, Misande's in this. Anyways, that, it's coming out relatively soon, in one month. So, Okay. Uh, maybe, Rugs, maybe you'll like this next one. They're doing a live-action adaptation of a Cowboy Bebop anime, and they didn't, release, nice. they didn't release a trailer, but they released the opening credits, which I thought right. were fucking fantastic. What do you think of this? Oh, I've been on. I've been hip to this for a while. There was some online controversy um, where the the everybody looks on model for the anime except for the girl character. Okay, and of course, like the you know anime yeah, yeah, designs are freaking. Like <laughs> not only does anybody look that, but she's wearing practically nothing. Oh, right. So anyway, so this girl was like, she went on uh, Twitter and said, you know, I'm sorry. I don't look like this fucking fake character that doesn't exist in the real world. And I'm not going to walk around in in some kind of skimpy outfit for a freaking TV show. And it's ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm paraphrasing. Obviously, she said it way better than that. But. Then, like, a couple of days later, they have, like, clips of her in other movies where she's, like, scantily clad all the time. So they were, like, calling her, like, a hypocrite. <laughs> oh, no. But basically, like, it was a lot. Uh, I don't know. She was going off on the fans, calling, like, guys, like, losers because they can't jack. That's the first thing they say is you can't jack off to it. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Jesus. I don't care, to be honest with you. Like, I, Cowboy Bebop is a great show, and you don't need to make this show. The show doesn't need to be made at all. Because it already watched the anime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm excited to see what they do with it. I heard it's not going to be anything. Of course, it's not going to be anything like the show. It's just going to kind of look like it and kind of do similar things, which is, if you don't know what Cowboy Bebop is, it's in the future. Humanity's out in outer space. And I, this guy's kind of like a kind of embroiled in like the underbelly of the, you know, kind of like criminal activities, trying to like, kind of like not really being a space pirate, but doing like odd jobs okay. and doing shit for money. Like a Han Solo and this is his crew. type character. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They got a Corgi. They oh got- <laughs> yeah. There's a Corgi dog. John Cho looks yeah. great in this. Uh, Anthony, does this do anything for you? I know it's just the opening credits, so it's hard to tell. No, they, I mean, this does nothing. I, to be honest, <laughs> I didn't even, for whatever reason, I think I missed that these last two trailers were something we had to watch because I missed Army of Thieves and this one. When I first looked at the name of this Cowboy Bebop, I thought of t- the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah, Bebop, Bebop and, and Rocksteady. Rocksteady. Yeah, that's- I was like, they're doing a Bebop movie <laughs> without Rocksteady? No. That's nuts. Lame. But that's <laughs> apparently not it's, what we're, we're talking about. It's an about, excellent so. anime. It's very well done. Very good character development. Uh, entertaining as fuck. Um, great characters. Like a lot of... Like uh, a lot of bravado, you know, mm. a lot of femme fatale action going on. It's, it's cool. Like the main character, the main girl character uses her sexuality all the time. And it's it's a, it's it's fun. It's when shows used to be fun when, it, you know, there were, were there was some fun going on. Um, <laughs> so I don't they're not going to do that now because obviously they're not leaning in that direction. So it's going to be a different kind of show. There's still going to be some. Some uh, martial arts and stuff, and some action here and there, and hopefully some space chases. But um, oh, there's spaceships and shit. 
Yeah, it's in space. Oh, it's in space. It looks okay. I didn't even get that from the opening. All case. right, so like it's like in the future. It's kind of like Firefly. That's okay. the best way I can. Or, or Serenity. It's like kind of like it's a Nathan Serenity thing. ripped off yeah. Cowboy Bebop. Okay, 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 okay. Or I don't know. They came out similar. Same to, time. Similar. Okay. Like, I think Cowboy Bebop preceded it by a few years. Okay. But I'm gonna check it out. It looks fun. Yeah. Uh, ne- November 19th on the Netflix. Uh, and then a couple other things they uh, coming out. They got a movie called Red Notice with Ryan. Is that about someone's period? Uh, well, uh, maybe. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. geez. laughs> Red Notice. Gal Gadot is in it. Oh. <laughs> Ryan Whoa. Reynolds and, her period. and Dwayne Johnson. That's a fucking crazy cast for a Netflix. Oh, I saw this. This is the uh, the trailer where, where she's not even Wonder Woman, but she could beat up The Rock. Yeah. Oh, it's Gal <laughs> beating up The Rock. I see. Without power. It's just normal. Yeah, like just level. kicking his yeah. ass. Like, The Rock doesn't even land anything. Like, not even one thing. It's crazy. But, hey, I, I love Gal Gadot. So. And the big blockbuster cast there for a Netflix movie. Uh, Stranger Things Season 4, they put out another teaser and... uh there's, uh, it's like it shows this 1950s house that's haunted and then cuts to the kids in the 80s investigating the Creel house. Did you see this, Rugs? What did you think? Is it Crusher Creel's house? I the wish a- it was Crusher Creel. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, yes, I did. I feel like it's going to be okay. <laughs> these, these kids well, are, was funny. The kids- I, I'm, I, I'm watching this Red Notice clip. Yeah. And uh, The Rock breaks open some glass and then Ryan Reynolds tries to break over some glass and just hurts his elbow. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be that for like two hours. And Ryan Reynolds just runs away from her in yeah. the next clip. I'm not yeah. watching her kick both of these guys' asses. Continue. I'm sorry. Are you I didn't mean to laugh you... audibly out loud. <laughs> Stranger Things season four coming at some point next year. So, are you looking forward to this? These kids are getting old, as we can see. Well, they didn't even show uh, everyone. They just showed like two characters. Yeah, yeah. You know, Steve two or three. and the other dude and. Yeah. The other dude's got like the kid and play fade going on. Oh yeah, it's advanced. It's a little. It's like late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just. I don't know. I hope it's gonna be good. I feel like uh, the show. I don't know if it's still. Yeah, I thought it was over. Thing. Yeah. I what? thought they fucking did it. I thought they got the thing out from the upside down. I don't know. Yeah. This is just I, a reach. I, yeah, I'm so kind of losing my fucking geek boner for geek boner. Stranger Things until they show me something cool. Well, I don't know. I just feel like it, it didn't need to go on and on and on. They should have just, you know, made it three seasons and that's it. The last thing uh, I wanted to mention is they showed a Witcher season two first look clip. Did you get a chance to look at this? Yeah, but I couldn't really tell what was new other than there's a couple of scenes with the with the girl that, yeah. you know, kind of is training. That's all I could really see. You didn't watch The Witcher, yeah, did I you? I watched it, and uh, it's all right. It was all right. I didn't get into it. I didn't get into it. Oh, okay. You watched the whole thing. I watched the you... whole thing, and it was like, I'm like, okay, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. You know what else is all right? Is uh, a jock and nerd t-shirt. You can buy. Somebody bought a t-shirt, by the way. Thank Ooh. you. I got an email today. Do we have a jock and nerd shirt? Uh, no, I can make one. Yeah, do it. Uh, I was. I think I was working on it, uh, and it will show up at our T-Public shop, jockandnerd.com slash shop. Listener, you can buy. Make it so, Emma. You can buy a bunch of different designs. Rug, we can get Rug Boy's face on T-shirts, on tank tops, hoodies, mugs, all sorts of things. Jocking, are you jocking? Are you nerding? This is one I've had this design for a long time. I haven't finished it. Are you? When are you going to remember, that Anthony? One? This was your idea. You're like, yes. are you a jocking? Are you nerding? I'll fucking get around. It's not like I'm not doing anything else. Well, he's 
He's busy with his mace and his nunchucks. I got to do yoga right after this, you fucks. You're doing it after this? Yeah, I couldn't do it before tonight. I'm going to do it afterwards. You do it late night yoga. Late wow. night yoga is the best. You get you take a little dab, dude, and you just get play some Indian flute music, and then you just what? fuck. It's transcendent. Can I have a yeah. sample of that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Can so you good. record yourself doing this and then post it on the Patreon for our $5 subscribers? $5? No, no. $30 and up, you'll get. <laughs> oh, shit. You get to watch you, you can, doing some you fucking hot yoga. Doing. That's for his OnlyFans. Yes. That goes right on my OnlyFans for my... You'll you just put on the yoga pants? I, it'll be Seth Morgan. All I'm wearing is yoga pants. I'll do <laughs> yeah. it naked if you pay me enough. And he I'll will watch you it. do that. Listen, I'm getting flexible. You'd be surprised how fucking flexible the nerd is these days. Can you put your leg over your head? Oh, God. No. I can almost do certain things that I've wanted to do since I was little. I'll just leave it at that. Last thing in the news. Okay. Uh, you guys, they're making a Super Mario Brothers animated movie, uh, and they released the cast. Here's the cast. Chris Pratt will be voicing Mario. Anya Taylor-Joy voicing Peach, Charlie Day voicing Luigi, Jack Black voicing Bowser, Keegan-Michael Key voicing Toad, Seth Rogen voicing Donkey Kong, who's going to be in this movie. Uh, first of all, what do you think about this cast here? Right away to me, there's two groups of people that should be really mad at this casting announcement. Yeah. Who? Uh, one, I would say Italian-Americans. Should Italian American oh, actors yeah, should be very upset. Sebastian Maniscalco, an amazing Italian American stand-up comedian and actor, we saw him in The Irishman. Yeah, that's a weird. He's in the Chris movie. Pratt. He Sebastian Maniscalco is voicing somebody else. He should have been playing fucking Luigi or Mario. Right, Ruggs, What do you think? I think that I don't know. I feel like if this was any other thing, and it was cast like this, like there would be a huge internet fucking yeah, where's uh, outrage. outrage. Where's Outrage. But nobody gives a shit because everybody, <laughs> nobody cares when you go to a pizzeria and there's not an Italian guy working there. No one That's cares true. if you go to a restaurant and it's even owned by an Italian guy. No one cares that that culture gets fucking destroyed. Well, so no one cares. I, I, I think so, is he going to do an accent? What are they going to do? Is he going to talk like a New Yorker? Well, the only thing, the only thing I can think of is Bradley Cooper doing Rocket, uh-huh. and he does it kind of like in a. Like a- New York. In New York, yeah. Well, yeah, I would probably take... Bob Hoskins had a New York That's accent. That's how they did he, it in the fucking shitty movie. They were, uh, yeah, they were doing New York accents. Yeah, so there's like a bunch of actors that you could get. Like, any guy from The Sopranos you could get and to do to do You could have got Paulie Walnuts to fucking be Mario. I, I haven't heard Mario's voice in a long time, but the last time I heard Mario's voice, it was it was like, it's a me, Mario. Yeah, yeah that's, that doesn't sound it's like... It's like a very, like, slow, like a very, <laughs> like... Yeah, that's even more racist. Voice. <laughs> that doesn't sound like Chris Pratt. Yes, and that's even no. more stereotypical and fucking racist. It's a me, it's Mario. A me, Luigi. Uh, what, are you going to do that? You can't do that. Is that I don't know. Yeah, like he's, he sounds like my like grandmother's, my, my, grandmother, my great-grandmother from my, my fucking dad's side. Oh, my God. So, uh, Anthony, on the Discord, uh, Daryl and Jose both came up with uh, great ideas. We were watching clips of... The old uh, 80s Mario Brothers cartoon show, Saturday morning, yeah. that had yeah. Captain Lou Albano playing Mario. Oh, there was live action pieces <laughs> in between oh, the cartoons. Yes. It was hilarious. We watched a little bit of the movie. Some scenes of that movie is so bad. So I got to reach out to Del Hauer. I think we should do a video game What the Fuck Happened series. They wanted a double feature of Super Mario Brothers and Double Dragon. Oh, and shit. I was like, do you know how mentally exhausting that is? If you want to do both of those in one fucking sitting? No, no. Those will be two separate ones. I got to say, I mean, out of, out of these, all these names, I mean, they're all big names, yeah. but I don't like any of them. 
I guess Anya Taylor Joy is Peach is like not offensive at all. Charlie <laughs> Day is Luigi is like what? What are you talking about? Charlie Day. Jack Black is Bowser is so strange. I guess Keegan is Toad. Is there even any Italian people like that are still like? I mean, Pacino. You got like Sebastian who you got as a name? Is in the movie voicing somebody else? Like who's a big Italian name now? I don't know. Stallone. It's completely. I mean, there. Who? Who is? I don't even know. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Is just like, like what? Ray Romano, maybe? Yeah. I don't why know. get Ray Romano? Bobby Cannavale. How about Joe Pesci and De Niro as Mario oh, and Luigi? Dude, that, that would be, be so fucking. Funny. How about Pacino and uh, Stallone? No, Leonardo DiCaprio is he Italian? You know who would be <laughs> Tony great? Danza should be Mario. Oh, Tony <laughs> Danza. No, what's the name of that dude that's in everything? The, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito, he's Italian. Stanley Tucci, you got Stanley, Stanley Tucci. Tucci. That's the guy. Tucci. He's the guy. Yeah, Listen, Stanley Tucci. Stanley- How old is Mario supposed to be? I don't know. <laughs> what? what? I don't so know. he's a fat plumber. What? What would that make he's him a in fat his mid forties? Uh, I guess I don't know. I thought. Yeah, I always he thought could, Mario was in his like twenties. Amron. Yeah, yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he said forties. You, you can be fat and have a mustache. No, but he seems 20s. like he's at least in his forties, right? Realistically, the character. I don't know. I don't know. I mean. Mario is an iconic character. Don't get me wrong, but this isn't like the the most. I don't think this is all that important to a lot of people. No, but well, you could have got Steve Buscemi playing Luigi. Oh yeah, uh, it would have been <laughs> that fantastic. Would be great. So look, the, it's a voice cast. You know, you're not going to see them. What is? It's a Super Mario it's, Bros. It's going to be animated CG. C- I wish they were. Do, they should be doing action. Yeah. Hopefully, you know what they should do is they should do this movie, and then they should be building towards a Super Smash Bros. film. Oh, well, that would be because that game is the most popular game. It still is. Yeah. One of the yeah. most popular games. Everyone loves that. A game. battle royale movie. This movie is actually because yeah, well, then you have all the IP from Nintendo in it. Yeah. Like Link and shit. Yeah. 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 Samus Kirby. Nintendo is making this movie with Illumination, the the animation house Illumination, who's done some good stuff. So it should look. Is that a, what, are they a good company? I think they are. Hmm. <laughs> he just says it. He I'm, doesn't back it up. Uh, with anything. <laughs> No, I'm trying to remember what uh, they are known for. Oh, all those pets movies and the uh, uh, what is this? You know what's great about Mario? Yeah, it's like a Japanese. Is a Japanese guy made this all up? Right. He, he made a like, racist Italian just, character yeah. while he was developing a video game in the eighties. It's amazing. Oh my god! Yeah, and it wasn't oh, like a successful uh, Italian, like you know, politician. Yeah. He's a fucking plumber. He makes a plumber. <laughs> well, I've watched a bunch of documentaries about Nintendo and the guy and how they came up with Mario. And literally, he's like, he just like I thought that's that's what I thought of America or something. I don't know why he picked up, but the <laughs> story, like, why did he do the story's that? Story's fascinating. Forget what it was, but there are documentaries where the guy talks about it. You know how much like flack? Well, he went. He would that would that could never happen. No, no. you can't do you that can, anymore. You could never do that. But in Japan, it got huge in Japan, so it didn't care. That's true. It already proved yeah. that the game is huge, and they're like, all right, well, we got to take this. Can you imagine, like right now, a guy makes a racist ass carrot move a uh, video game about another like culture, and it just blows up. <laughs> Like they would never. Happen. I think they should make. I think a, some Italians should make a, a video game About company and Japanese make a characters. A Japanese like oh, businessman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Who just gives out business cards? Stereotypical to Japanese businessman video game. Yeah. How bad was that movie though in '93? That was awful. I mean, that it's what fucking the horrible. it's what the fuck worthy. So we might. Have to it is that. what the fuck. I mean, I remember what. Uh, who's the bad guy? It was um oh, Hotshot. What's his name? 
The guy from Speed, the bad guy from Speed. Oh, yeah. uh, Dennis, uh, Dennis, Dennis Hopper. Hopper. Yes. Dennis Hopper, that's right. Oh, my God. And he was, uh, what's the guy? Bad guy? Koomba? No, fuck. The Koopa. Bowser. He was Koomba. King Koopa. Dennis Hopper was King Koopa. King Koopa. King Koopa. King Koopa. And oh, my God, the way they designed it. Remember when they, when they're, remember that scene where they're, they're like trying to sneak around and they're dancing with all the, the fucking dinosaur people and they're like just making them sway back and forth and they're like, oh my God. <laughs> It's such a bad. I know. Movie. I kind of want to watch it again, but only if we're doing a podcast. They don't even have mustaches, no. or they didn't even give Luigi a mustache. Yeah, Bob Hoskins had one. John Leguizamo. Hey, try. They tried to do the. Oh yeah, Puerto Ricans and Italians are the same thing. Who knows the difference? They, they tried to get it with that. again. You got an Englishman playing an Italian New Yorker. Bob, yeah. whatever. Whatever. Oh, uh, Illumination responsible for the Despicable Me's and the Minion cartoons. So it's going to look okay. like that. It's good animation. Uh, but real quick, the other group that should be upset at this is like working fucking voice actors. You know, that's an industry. That's like an actual know. field. Used to be all these cartoons, you would hire voice actors. They can't compete with the likes of Chris Pratt, who's in fucking everything. Oh, yeah. They're doing that, though, because they want, they want the, the names name. or what's kind of selling it now. But not all actors are great voice no, actors. Chris Pratt it's is a, different a, thing. It's a completely different discipline and skill. So but he's done the Lego movies. He was good in the Lego movies. That's true. So, but again, like you have the screen movies, you fucks give somebody else a chance. But then the movie, uh, nobody goes to see it. So, yeah, I don't know if Mario sells unless they put in some big it names like this. It all comes down to money, unfortunately. Okay, look, let's take a break here. We're gonna play some promos. And uh, we come back, we're going to party with Thor. I can't wait. Right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Transmission commencing. This is Wookie Radio. Translated for the Wookie Affair. I like that Wookie. Your hosts, Ken, Derek, and Mike, bring you the latest news and commentary from the far reaches of the galaxy. Uh, hold it. Hold it. I said hold it. Subscribe today on iTunes and Stitcher. I just assumed it's a Wookiee. Start listening today, and remember, the Force will be with you, always. What's up, Jock and Nerd Nation? This is Logan at Mostly Superheroes, a podcast that was partly inspired by the Jock and Nerd podcast. We talk about a lot of the same stuff, MCU, DC Heavy, with other content that comes out of HBO Max, Amazon Prime, Netflix, and more. We're committing to doing something new every day in 2021, so come join the fun. Check out the schedule. Find us at MostlySuperheroes.com and enjoy the rest of the show. Listener, if you enjoy this very podcast, this independently run Jock and Nerd podcast, you should consider joining our Patreon fan club Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon, jockandnerd, where you can support the show and get stuff. There is a exclusive RSS feed, a bonus podcast feed full of tons of audio goodness. The shows come out early. There's instant reactions we're going to post this week, fellas. Don't forget to send me your instant reactions to Venom. Let there be carnage. Okay. All right. It's your <laughs> reminder, you fuckers. Jesus. Okay. Somebody paying attention. Yep. 
I, I'll try. All right, I will do mine from remind the car. Us. Okay, I'll remind you. You'll get mine from the car again. Those are fun to do. Uh, so that's some of the bonus content. Also, other bonuses you get. You get Discord benefits. You get access to our Discord server where we do a monthly hangout, a monthly geek out. Uh, and we just did one. Shout out to uh, Daryl and Jose Ibarra and Daryl K came by, hung out. It was a lot of fun. Rugs, what'd you think? I love hanging out with Daryl and, and many Jose. more. And all those people, all and those more. people. Listen, it wasn't the most highly attended, but it did leave room for like more conversation. Well, you want to know? I think that we do these on the last Thursday of the month, and we changed it up. So okay, you know, I think people were expecting it to be this week. Okay, so here's what I'm gonna do. From that Thursday, it's going to be every four weeks. It'll be once a month. The next one, October's, will be October 21st, okay? It's not the last Thursday of the month moving forward because of holidays. So I'm going to hit the Thursday before. This will now hit the Thursday before Thanksgiving, before Christmas, before New Year's. Won't get in the way. It's basically what I'm trying to do. So October 21st, Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, is our ne- next Discord hangout. Sign up today. Jockadair.com slash Patreon. Okay, let's get to this week's review. What if... Marvel's What If on Disney Plus Episode 7, this one titled, What If Thor Were an Only Child? Here's your spoilers. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Prepare to be spoiled! (laughs) This one, kind of, again, starting in a movie, starting in the Thor movie, mostly, and then it just gets all crazy. But you got the Chris Hemsworth as Thor, voicing Thor, Natalie Portman. Is back as Jane Foster. Suddenly, Natalie Portman wants oh, she to be. Was? Yeah, holy shit! Oh, that was her. her. She wow. suddenly she wants to be involved as Jane Foster again. All of a sudden, now that she sees the billions, I had no clue that was her. Right? I didn't think it was her either. I didn't think it was her either. I'm just now reading this and realizing that was fucking Natalie Portman. Huh. Tom Hiddleston as Loki, Kat Dennings, of course, as Darcy, uh, Sam Jackson, Nick Fury, Jeff Goldblum as the Grandmaster. Colby Smolders returning as Maria Hill, Clark Gregg. Colby Smolders. Colby Smolders. I mean, what is she doing? Really? Come on. After, you know, the how I met my father is over. What else? She, my mother. Whatever that show mother? is. Yeah. That show's done. I just need something to do. Clark Gregg, also uh, Agent Coulson, after they killed him on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. like seven times. Uh, Rugs, Frank Grillo, another Frank Grillo. That's yeah. right, baby. Okay, Brock, Frankie's back. Frank he should be back. fucking Mario. He should. Oh my god, right? Frank Grillo. As <laughs> Imagine Mario. he was fucking Mario. And, you, and they made it like like an eighties action movie, like this over the top with him as a jacked Mario. <laughs> He's the fucking best. I think oh he could grow god. that. Get hot. the fuck out of here, Luigi. I think he, that mustache would look good on him. Oh, definitely. Mario. That Mario is a jack tattooed plumber. I want to see that movie. <laughs> Uh, Taika Waititi as Korg, Karen Gillan as Nebula, Jamie Alexander, Lady Sif, Seth Green as one, uh, who? Howard the Duck. Sorry, I had to bring that clip back. Uh, And uh, Alexandra Daniels covering for Brie Larson as Carol Danvers. uh, And Josette Eels covering for, uh, what was her name? Renee Russo as Frigga. And the Warriors 3 are by some other people, I think. Anyways, majority of the cast returning. Surprising, Natalie Portman is there. Uh, Anthony, what happens yeah. in this one? What's the setup? Again, these titles just give it away, but <laughs> it's basically what if Thor was an only child, and the the impact of him being an only child is he, you know, obviously wouldn't have had Loki as a brother, and I guess because having Loki as a brother taught him a lot of things about how to act. Yeah, he just becomes a big frat boy. <laughs> yes, and just wants to not at all 
live up to what his legacy should be as a king and instead just wants a party. And uh, his father goes into the Odin sleep and he decides, perfect time to go party. Let's go and to Earth party. Because Earth is the backwards planet where aliens want to go and party. Fucking Midgard. Pretty, uh, it's a pretty, uh, after some pretty heavy episodes, this is a pretty light one. Yeah, and it's, I, you know, I actually, I thought it was fun. There's some good lines that some of the humor, some of the jokes are good. And it's almost like a sitcom episode where it's like, oh, shit, mom's coming home. We got to clean up before we get caught. Uh, it needed a little bit of lightheartedness after the last two were, were, were heavy. And, you know, there's been a couple of heavy ones. Rugs, overall, what did you think of this one? Hmm, this was stupid and fun at the same time, but more stupid than anything else. I think that that's a pretty good, uh, accurate description. It was stupid fun. I mean, we'll get into it, but Thor is pretty much just a fucking idiot. Like you said, he's a frat boy. Uh, and there's another crazy cliffhanger ending. Again. There is. I, I, I agree. I think, uh, I mean, this one's the most, it's, it is f- kind of fun i liked seeing all the different aliens all around and some of the gags were kind of funny you know the what's it, the surter oh yeah like burning off uh statue of liberty and then them the, using the the arch to be as a slingshot like some of that stuff was kind of funny it's all i mean it's also an entirely forgettable episode like they're and a little bit um if i could put on be, be like a little bit critical yeah yeah almost kind of too far of a reach in terms of like man that you really think thor like how would he even be worthy of the hammer if he was just this much of a goofball right he's not worthy but he's worthy still and he's just a fuck up yeah i mean i like that I, I you know it's a what if right so at the end of the day you kind of have liberty to do what you want but uh it was just a silly a very silly episode i, I think overall i prefer the more um I liked that the direction they were going in terms of like kind of treating these as a little bit more serious. But hey, you had seven, eight, nine episodes. One of these isn't, uh, you know, it's not going to kill yeah, anybody. Yeah, it's a little break in pace and and lighthearted. And yeah, you know, the comic tended to be goofy, but largely I remember the comic book stories being very dark and heavy. And it's like they shoved a big thing at the end of this one. To make it tie into whatever they're building to. I have a feeling that the people who are going to love this episode are the same people who buy pop figures. <laughs> um, they're the same people who <laughs> love <laughs> Crocodile Loki. Uh-huh. You know, like those, are, it's the, you know those kind yeah. of fans. Yeah, sure. The, the ones that are excited about stupid shit like that. It has no bearing on anything. <laughs> those are the people that are going to love this episode. Um <laughs> Whatever and you can you you're entitled to that you can do that but just you know admit it's fucking stupid so it's stupid but I think the interesting <laughs> it's fun and it's fun and stupid the interesting the premise is like you mentioned Anthony we clearly we've seen how Thor has influenced Loki's character and you know Loki's become a better person and change but you never think about how Loki's influence on Thor plays out and what happens when you remove the Loki. So uh, at the beginning of this episode starts just like a Thor movie for the most part. Darcy and Jane Foster are there and they track this big signal and the fucking Bifrost comes in. Well, the only difference, though, is they've they've seen that signal come in before. Yes. And it destroyed a planet. Right. So they were able to track that he had partied somewhere else. And the fucking beam comes in and it's party Prince Thor in Las Vegas. And he's like, let's party. And so. The Watcher quickly tells us in this timeline, 
instead of Odin raising Loki as his own son, he returned Loki to the land of the Frost Giants, to his Frost Giant people. So Thor is going to grow up like a spoiled fucking single child, single prince, single, single child. So they brokered peace by him uh, be going back to the Frost Giants. Oh, I guess. Yeah, they did. I think, they I, didn't I want to kill that. each other. No, because, yeah. yeah, when he does show up, they're all buddies. Uh, and so, uh, like in Thor, Thor, he goes, Odin goes into Odin's sleep, and it's hilarious because Frigga's like, okay, I'm out. I'm going to go party. It's the solstice. <laughs> See you later. So she's kind of like a party girl already, but she's like, Thor, you have to stay home and study, and Heimdall's <laughs> going to be watching you. And uh, and as soon as she leaves, he's like, "We're going to Earth." Heimdall doesn't fucking watch Earth. We're gonna go party. That's this is funny. This is a funny setup right here that Heimdall does not even pay attention. Wasn't paying attention this whole time. For someone that can see everything, yeah. he sees an absolutely jack shit. He, huh? he's, he's, he was checking out his phone. <laughs> he was scrolling through. Yeah, I can yeah, I can relate to that. Guardian there was some fucking sick TikTok dances yeah. that he had to watch. <laughs> oh my god, the Asgardian TikTok dances got to be crazy. Yeah, I can only imagine. Uh, and so this is where you get these cameos because as the you see the party scene, it's everybody from like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and Thor movies. The Grandmaster is there. Korg's there. Uh, Drax is there, and Nebula, and Gamora. There's scrolls, scrolls are there. there. Where and Thor's like, okay, do me now. You do me now. You do me. Uh, <laughs> Howard the Duck is there. Uh, and this gets the attention, of course, of Jane Foster and Darcy, and they go down there, and they end up fucking partying with Thor in Vegas. Of course, why wouldn't you? And then there's a quick montage where Darcy marries Howard the Duck. Uh, but we, they're, of course he does. they're married he by an Elvis impersonator. And then Anthony, you should have loved this rager. The Grandmaster's DJing and he just stops the beat and goes, release the foam. And the fucking foam drops <laughs> yeah, down. Anthony was, was like, oh, like, he got a flashback. Oh, I was like, this is a party Anthony would be at. Yeah, that that brought up some very bad memories. I was like, I, I had to fast forward through that. I was like, I don't want to remember these <laughs> fucking times anymore. Fucking foam parties. Great. It was a rager. Have you ever been in a phone party? Yeah, have you got, me? No. I have. Not. I have. You have? Yes. Yeah, of course. How was it? Disorienting? <laughs> of course. Ruggs has been well, to a phone party. I had to go through the spin cycle a couple times <laughs> yeah, afterwards. Yeah, but like, yeah, it was fun. fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, uh, what's that like? Uh, it's it's interesting. A phone party. You might wet. catch an elbow. Yeah. Plus, you could do. Can't you, see shit. You get your laundry done at the same time. You'd hate bonus. Whoever throws a phone party, you'd hate to. Whoever has to clean that up, it's just it's a nightmare. <laughs> but I imagine it just cleans the whole room. A phone party, I feel like, was uh, like an early. I, mean, I don't think anyone's doing phone parties anymore. They still do it. Do they? In Vegas? Yeah. Not in Vegas. I, not doing those the ones Vegas. I've been to were at pools. Oh, see, I was thinking about phone parties indoors. Indoor, yeah. I'm talking about yeah. indoor phone party like this rager he's got going. No, no, I know, but I think that they're still continuing. They, they, they stopped doing them inside, and now they started doing them well, in pools. Post-COVID, you got to do the phone parties outdoors. That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, there are some funny lines here. Like when Darcy first comes up to Thor, she goes, you're Thor, the Norse god of thunder? And if the music's loud. He goes, I don't know anything about horse gods, but I do bring the thunder. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's kind, of, that's kind of funny. He's a fucking idiot. Uh, anyways, the next morning she wakes up, Thor's in, the, in in her room, and Frank Grillo comes looking for them, knocking on their door, uh, looking for Thor. Uh, and then we get a little flashback of what happened to Fury. And this is great because Fury calls him Spicoli. Did you pick up the? Do you know that reference, Anthony? He's like, "Hey, Spicoli." 
No, where's that from? That is Sean Penn's character from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, he was basically like a blonde hair stoner. He was the stoner. He's like, oh, Mr. Hand, this is my time. He orders a pizza in class. Spicoli's the best. Great reference. But then he gets uh, knocked the fuck out by Korg running by. Uh, and basically, the issue now is, as Colson tells us, the party atmosphere is spreading the globe. <laughs> they are trashing the planet, partying. This is not good. So Maria Hill has to page Captain Marvel. Uh, and then another great lie with Darcy goes, a beeper. Uh, my dad has one. He's a podiatrist. Are you calling a podiatrist? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. I forgot some of these lines. It's uh, Okay. And then I love this part. Thor is in Paris partying and the frost giants show up and you see giant blue Loki and they play it off like they're enemies. And then they're just like, hey, what's up, brother? Loki's- I know. The, I did enjoy That's the great. dynamic that they would still get along or they would get along because they didn't well, grow up together. That- Loki no longer wants to be jealous of Thor because he's got his own throne. Yeah, right. no, he's his, he's the but prince. I don't know if he would stop being like wanting to dominate shit and like he's not the god of mischief. Colonize. Yeah, uh, he, he, he's my brother he wants from another more. mother. He Tom Hiddleston goes brothers forever. <laughs> so silly and sings it, and then there's a boom, and Thor's like, "Did you boom? No, I only boom in private. Did you boom? Was that you booming?" Uh, the boom is Captain Marvel, and she's got another great reference. She's like, hey, White Snake. <laughs> that was also fucking great. Where's that from? White Snake is the glam rock band from the eight, oh, late right. 80s yeah, yeah, yeah. who had long hair, tight pants. Because she, she would say that because she grew up in the she, 80s. Yeah, she's from uh, the 90s or the 80s or whatever. Yeah, she grew up in the 80s. So she calls yeah. them White Snake. Oh, that's a good point. That's a point of reference from her. So she's <laughs> like, dude, you got to clean up and leave. Get the fuck out. And then Thor's got another great line. He goes, you know, there's a Midgardian word for women like you. Party pooper. There, I said it. Nailed it. Nailed <laughs> it. Like he really is That's a party so pooper. Good. And she is the party pooper. There, I mean, as you're reiterating this. There's some funny lines. I, there is this. some funny ass lines. And then this battle. Captain Marvel versus Thor is something I didn't know I ever wanted to see. But I loved it in this because at times it seemed like they weren't holding back. They're knocking each other from continent to continent. I feel like people have been wanting to see that ever since Brie Larson got a little upset with Chris Hemsworth's comments in that press tour. And he tells her and Thor goes, you should smile more. I was like, oh, oh shit. Oh, he does he say, does that, say yeah. that. And she fucking punches him in the face. So there's a lot of little nods to that whole thing going on about telling Captain Marvel to smile more. Well, that wasn't that. It was when... Uh, Remember that press tour where she's like, he was she was saying something about being an action star, and she was like, "Oh, you want to be like the next Tom Cruise?" And she's like, "I'll be the first Brie Larson." Thank you very much. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I was like, "Oh, they're they don't get along. It doesn't seem like they're getting along right now." No, I want to see them battle in live action because this is a fucking. It was kind of an epic battle. I th- I would think though, Captain Marvel could wipe the floor with Thor. She's they said in here she's her punch is equal to ten nuclear bombs. Who do you think is stronger? I feel like it would be Captain Marvel. In this kind of Marvel? Yeah. <laughs> they, they've <laughs> made Captain Marvel the most powerful. Okay, yeah. that's true. That's true. She's the cosmic power. Anyways, they, they're they fighting around Stonehenge, and he drops Stonehenge and makes fun of it, uh, which is also <laughs> kind of funny. He's like, oh, your weird rocks fell over. Oh, boo-hoo-hoo. Uh, and then he hits her with lightning, and this is kind of fucking great, and she just fucking takes it in, absorbs it, uh, and they come up with the plan Captain Marvel's going to lure him to Siberia, Siberia and they're going to nuke him while... Well, and Captain Marvel can go all out. 
Yes. Oh, yes. She, she can. She doesn't have to hold back, and she was fucking knocking him from continent to continent. But then, in the meantime, Darcy and uh, Jane Foster figure out, hey, why don't we just call his mom? Why don't we just tell on him? I need to talk to his mom. And uh, Jane does get to Frigga. Well, she yells Heimdall. Oh, yeah. With this, they have a device on. Yeah. Yeah. And this is when they show more clips of uh, the aliens trashing the planet. Like he said, Surtur, all drunk, is hitting on the Statue of Liberty in her arm. He burns her arm off. Which, I mean, that's funny. And the frost giants are fucking fucking with Ferris wheels. And everything's fucked. Oh, yeah. They're they're, they're rolling with Ferris wheels. They're the Ferris wheels. Yeah. They're using the St. Louis arch. As, as a, a slingshot. A slingshot, yeah. So Jane goes and essentially tattletales on Thor to Frigga, and Frigga comes down in an astral form, uh, in like in their hologram, just in time. They're about to fucking nuke him. And uh, Brock Rumlow, Frank Grillo is very upset. He's like, "Oh, we don't get to nuke anybody when they have to cancel." He's like, "We never get to use the nuke." So she's like, "Thor, I'm coming down. You better be studying." I want to see this study group. He goes, we're on a cultural trip with my study group, mom. She's like, well, I have to see this. And he's like, oh, shit, I got to clean up the planet before my mom shows up. Uh, and he pleads to everyone. And they're all drunk and they're partying. And they just make fun of him now. And I think Drax has the best line here of the whole episode where he goes, look who's pooping the party now. It is you who is pooping the party. <laughs> uh, great delivery. And so Thor gets all scary with his lightning and everyone uh, fucking agrees to actually help clean up just in time for Frigga to see their little fake study group. Just kind of cute. And then she almost buys it. Captain Marvel shows up and she's like, oh, I got this research on this little iPad for you. Oh, he's like obsessed with the little iPad. He's like, all oh, this little like, information. This is magic. Yes. He's yeah. like, all that stuff in here. They even get tattoos, matching tattoos, him and Jane, magic and science. He's, he's getting excited about science. Uh <laughs> And Frigga almost buy it, but you see the Molinier return, and it's covered in graffiti and Mardi Gras beads. Oh, what? How did he get these Mardi Gras beads? I mean, he's Chris Hemsworth's probably got some better, better tits than a lot of women. He probably so. does. Those man boobs are getting the gold beads. Uh, yeah. Some. Oh yeah, I definitely <laughs> would throw a couple. Molinier was partying. Uh, so anyway, see, then he goes real quickly to see Jane Foster in her RV, and he's like, "Look, you told on me, but." I still want to bang you. Want to go out again? Uh, and he asks her out for another date. And then this is the craziest part. The watcher shows up and he's like, and then they all lived happily ever after. And he goes, wait, what? And we see a portal open up with Ultron bots stepping through. And in the back of this group, they are led by Ultron with vision inside. And he has all the fucking infinity stones. Oh, shit. This Ultron seemingly surprised even the Witcher. The Watcher. The, the Watcher. The Watcher. Yeah. The Witcher. And the Witcher. Because the, the Witcher, Witcher was even aware he was in this show. The Witcher. Henry Cavill is not in this show. Oh. Okay. The, this, for, this Ultron vision, whatever, to surprise the Watcher, that's kind of crazy. Uh, and now I feel like this will set up this two-part kind of end of the season setting up yeah, the Yeah, it, it seems like this is going to be a two-part, right? Yeah, I think in episode eight and nine... We'll be setting up. This is what I think is going to happen now. The Watcher, I think, is going to interfere because he didn't see this fucking Ultron coming and he's going to gather this team and they're going to have to stop this Ultron who, it seems in this timeline, this Ultron actually became Vision like he was going to in the Age of Ultron. What the plan was, it never happened, but now... Well, there's numerous things they have to stop. Right. They have to stop this. They have to stop Ultron. They have to stop zombie, zombie Thanos. Zombie Thanos with almost all the they have to stop Ego because he was yes, able to get to Chris P- Pratt. Yeah, with Peter Quill. 
Uh, they're gonna have to stop the other one. Killmonger. Oh, that's right. Leading Wakanda and America. There's a a war happening. War. Yeah. There's a couple other loose threads that hopefully will get wrapped up. Mm -hmm. Uh, but just it was just a tacked on fucking ending a little bit, and they did it again. So it sounds like what they're gonna do, if I had to guess. Well, you know you. You mentioned it, but what I think they're gonna who they're gonna recruit is they're gonna get Captain Carter. Yeah. They're gonna get T'Challa Star Lord. Yeah. Remember at the end of the third episode, Fury finds uh Captain America, so I think they're gonna get him. Oh. Okay. And get evil Doctor Strange. Shields. Okay, right. They're gonna get I think uh Winter Soldier shows up and uh Natasha because they were both deaths that we didn't see their body. They just got flicked off. Oh no, I don't think they're gonna get them. Oh, okay. But I think they're gonna get someone they're gonna get Maybe Peter from What If Zombies or oh, yeah. Lang. Yeah, Scott Lang's they're head in the jar. Shuri or Pepper Potts, and then they're going to get uh, Party Thor. Oh, Party Thor. Yeah, there are clips of Party Thor and Evil Doctor Strange doing shit in like the promo and some of the other trailers. Get at least, I think they're going to get one character from each of these. Yeah. Seven characters. Yeah. To form this Guardians of the Multiverse. The Guardians of the Universe. Or to multiverse. ultimately stop all this crazy... All this shit. All, all of it, and Ultron probably is if he can like jump through those multiverses he may be having a hand in all these things and controlling these things I... there is an article that came out on comicbookmovie.com about uh the head writer ac bradley did say that the episodes were longer before covid but they had to trim a lot back and it's also hmm. why they have kind of these cliffhangers oh, the yeah, yeah the abrupt endings and so he said that the covid did affect it a little bit yeah, that would be one of my criticisms. I think of the show so far is I, I I do enjoy it, but the the endings are almost so tacked on yeah. and abrupt that it like it feels like a different show when it ends. I mean, even for the watcher to go, wait, what? It's like, oh, come on, what the fuck's going on here? Right. He doesn't even know what's happening. Uh, but uh, again, like a fun, it was like a fun sitcom. It was like a sitcom episode. It was like a sitcom. I think that Marvel has to like stop the urge to make everything interconnected, especially when you're doing something that's what if, because what if doesn't is not supposed to um, connect. Right. They're trying to build and connect all this shit, but does that mean they're going to build bring these people to live action? What is the end? Was it just in this animated what if universe these people exist? There's going to be another season probably next year. I'm pretty sure. This is part of their keeping it fresh narrative. So, well, I think Marvel to that point is just they always feel like they have to build to something. So if if they did nine what ifs that didn't connect, yeah, I feel like you might feel cheated. Just, yeah, I think they just they think it, the audience is so ingrained to the, everything being all connected that they'd feel like we were missing out on something. It's kind. It's kind of true. It's kind of true. Everyone complained about Agents of Shield for seven years. Well, that show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but two episodes left. Let's see if they can fucking wrap this up. Now, I'm, I don't. The next one I think is going to be about this Ultron slash Vision character, and then probably Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the yeah. Multiverse. Sorry, is that what they're doing? Uh, or are you just speculating? No, I think so. I there's an episode. There's a promo trailer I put in here. It doesn't really say a lot, but. I have a quick question. Yes. What do you think is the best comic book TV show that you've seen up until now? Because like now we've had a sampling of what Marvel has to offer. We've seen what DC has put out officially. Then we've seen 
all of the ancillary cut. We talked about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and all that other stuff that weren't coming directly from the comic book companies, but were made nonetheless. Which what, what, what do you think was the most successful? Do you think, like, is he a daredevil? All, all I mean, time, you mean? Or Yeah. I would say I really enjoyed Daredevil. I think season one and season three were really good. Jessica Jones season one was really good. I think the old Justice League, the four or five years of the animated Justice League, that I rewatched oh, yeah. that as an adult. That was amazing. They did really oh, well with that. So you're talking about animated, yeah, yeah. Well, because what if is animated? So I think that I mean, right, you're right. I mean, I'm, right. I thought of right away like Invincible and the boys actually. Oh uh, yeah, and how fucking good Invincible really was. Well, the thing about Invincible and the boys is they're not done, right? So yeah. you can't. You can judge them, but they're there's still a lot. Oh, left. I see. If you're talking about complete things that have a few. Seasons. No, I just just general, but yeah, yeah, I think that it's easier after they're complete to actually make a real assessment, but. You're saying so? You said comic book, yeah, yeah, like Batman the animated series. Obviously, it was. Do great. you count uh, non DC in Marvel? Comics? I think so. Because Walking Dead had a really good run up until they jumped the shark. Yeah, Walking Dead was amazing in the beginning. Uh, that was must doing watch. DC Marvel, then obviously mm. take that out. Yeah, that original Justice League, that one. Forget the creators on that, but those was were it Paul amazing. Dini and uh, the, those are not the guys who did. The Batman it was, show, yeah, the Batman guys that did, yeah, they did the Batman. And what the thing, what was cool about that was they like those Batman shows, the Superman shows, they all were still canon to this. It was uh, Bruce Tim. Oh, Bruce, Bruce Tim. Tim, yes, you're right. Bruce yeah. Tim does, does yeah, Kevin good Conroy stuff, and yep. George Newbern. Yeah, those were awesome. Those were actually really good. I mean, some of the Young Justice was actually really Young good Justice too. Was really good. Yeah, uh, I never caught that third season. I, didn't, I, I guess got, it wasn't good. I didn't watch that. No, third I never got yeah. that one either. Yeah. I didn't get into the third one, but the first two seasons are great. How uh, about uh, Doom Patrol? Uh, Doom Patrol is wacky and it's fun. Uh, I, I watched the first episode of season three. There's like three out. That one Im- impresses me. I really like WandaVision. I don't know why. I, I like I kept. I keep going back to that. What about the um? That weird X-Men show that you really liked. Oh, Legion. Legion, Legion. Legion was a little too crazy. Was too good. crazy. I think the first season of Arrow is still good. First season of Arrow is oh, yeah. good. Arrow is, yeah, the first season of Arrow. I think the first season of Flash. I think the first two seasons of Arrow were really good. Because the second season was when they brought in uh, Deathstroke. Deathstroke, yeah. Manu Bennett, and, yeah. But then, you, I think if you, I don't know if those shows hold up, though. If you rewatch those, I think those fight it scenes was, are not. It good. was a product of their time. Yeah. Here's another question I had: Will uh, Will Marvel ever give us a show with Edge? A show where, that where they swear? Like I don't think they've said fucking anything yet. And mm. DC has been giving us shows on HBO Max. They're not holding back. They say bullshit. <laughs> they say shit. I don't think they've dropped an yeah, F bomb. But will they ever give us something? No. That Deadpool, right? Won't it be Epic R? It's gonna have to be. Is that gonna be the first thing? I mean, I think that's drop an F bomb and, and make it all fucking adult. I don't know if Disney Plus if they can. Oh, it have to it have to go on Hulu. On you couldn't put it on Disney Plus. So that's the only thing that's kind of neutering. That's the only thing that Warner Brothers and DC has a little bit above that you can make these shows certain quality. What's your favorite rugs? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> or I what, mean, some of your favorites? I like Daredevil a lot. I thought that was great. I love Justice League. I thought that was always great. I, I liked Invincible a lot for some of the new stuff. Is it's really good. 
everything else is just okay. I think the first season of Arrow was good of its time. Oh, you know what? Watchmen on HBO? That was fucking amazing. I think that, that's got to be up there. That was good, yeah. Watchmen was good. The Boys is good. Uh, I mean, that first season, The Boys, was a roller coaster ride. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. The Boys and Daredevil is probably the, probably the top. I really like Jessica Jones season one. What about The Punisher? Yeah, the Punisher show was good. I thought, th- yeah, I thought it was pretty Punisher good. was good. Yeah, Bernthal's fucking kills as The Punisher. Yeah, I would love, you know, you're in that, in that sense, I would love to see a more mature Marvel show. Right? At one they're, point, never, some they're, point. they're not even getting close to like Are the you Netflix watching shows. a new Superman show? Imran likes it's that good show. show. I'm not watching. I heard it was good. good I mean, show. I watched a few episodes and it was good. Yeah, it, everything I've seen uh, was it just called Superman and Lois. Yeah, Superman and Lois is surprisingly good and heartfelt, and they they treat the characters well. And uh, he's a good Superman, Tyler Hawkland. Yeah. What about Umbrella Academy? I kind of dig Umbrella Academy. I like the second season way more. Than okay. First. Okay. It got better. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think all these that we mentioned are probably the top. What about those? I mean, those original Batman shows I heard were pretty good. I don't remember them, to be honest. Well, there's tons of them. Batman Brave and Bold is fun. Batman Beyond is actually really good. Uh, I love both of those. There's tons of Batman animated series, too. You know what was really good? And the units that they stopped making was those uh, the Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes. That was great. That's up there with the oh yeah, the spectacular Spider Man show. Also, those felt like the comics, yes, even though like were. the animation yes. was a little bit you know lackluster. They were. They. I mean, they they literally just took the characters from the comics yeah. and just put them on they screen. Did, yeah, they look like them. They did the storylines. They, they did the storylines yep, yep. too, and it all connected and it like built to something. Uh, I was sad when they canceled that. They always have a good thing and they fucking cancel it and give you something shitty. Because Remember we had the creator of that on. Greg here. Wise was a Greg Wiseman yeah. was uh, of the spectacular yeah. Spider-Man and Gargoyles and uh, Young and Justice. Ju- Young Justice. Oh my that's god! Right. Year Sorry, one not- of the podcast, Greg Wiseman came on. That was I crazy. Think, I think I'm gonna put Justice League at the top. That, that's an all-time was, show. Yeah, that's like I, you could throw that on and it's still entertaining. It's still great. It's still better than anything that we've gotten. So yeah, they were. Back in the what is it? I think that was in the nineties. Oh no, this was early two thousand. Yeah, early two thousand. That whole run by by Bruce Tim. Yep. I mean, he was just killing on Cartoon Network. It. Yeah, yeah. And you had Justice League Unlimited. Uh, yeah, and all the which was great too. Yeah. Also great. I think they had like Unlimited. They had like two episodes. They were back to back. So they were they would they would continue into another episode. So it yep. must be like an hour long. It was, yeah, it was an hour. Everything that Bruce Tim is, has been involved in is good. All right, good stuff. Good. Uh, let's do some news from the nation. It's time for news from the, the nation. nation. It's time for news from the nation. <laughs> I stick it up my asshole. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Lisa Morrison, listener, and she's in our Facebook group, and she's a badass. She had the comment of the week uh, about our last episode, episode 400, where, uh, you know, rugs was, uh, we had a bad variant, rugs. Say again. How's this variant? This variant Better? is fantastic. Get the fuck yeah. out. You are perfect. <laughs> Okay, good. Lisa Morrison says, on this week's very special Jock and Nerd 400th podcast, time, space, reality, 
It's more than a linear path. It's a prism of endless possibility where a single choice can branch out into infinite realities, creating alternate worlds from the ones you know. I am the listener. I am your guide through these vast new realities. Follow me and ponder the question. What if Rugboy was as apathetic as Anthony? Oh, shit. Which is how she came across yeah, you last episode. That's fucking hilarious. First of all. I, I, yeah, I figured I out points. I figured out the way to stay awake during the show. <laughs> Which is what? Every like 20 minutes, I'll grab one of my testicle hairs and pull it out. <laughs> that's also the secret to crying on camera. You just pull yeah. out a pube. Is that what they do? I don't know. That's what Joey does oh. on Friends. That's his, <laughs> that's his method. I mean, that seems kind of genius. Yes. I mean, it, you pull out a nut hair? Yeah, that's going to make yeah. you tear up right away. <laughs> you won't fall asleep, I'll tell you that. Oh, behind the scenes of acting there. It's not acting, people. It's just it's torturing. smell of fart acting. Yeah. You just... <laughs> oh, 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 oh god i missed that one uh but fantastic comment lisa of course nailed it that's fucking hilarious when i read that uh and then daryl k gives us his what if episode rankings after episode seven here's how his rankings go from bottom least favorite yellow jacket then captain carter then zombies then thor's midgard rager and top three he has dr strange killmonger T'Challa Star Lord. You know what? I can't. I'm not mad at that listing. It's not bad. I would put Captain yeah, Carter not, at the bottom. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. I, I, I think Captain Carter's the bottom for me, but. And, uh, and she's always the bottom <laughs> for me. <laughs> oh, shit. Ah, I set you up for that one. Well done. See? Rugs is back. He is. He is <laughs> back. Actually, I like her on top. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, that, again, the Doctor Strange episode, though, the more I think about I still, I fucking love that one. Although Killmonger was good, too. Let's see if they can wrap this shit up. Okay, speaking of wrapping shit up, let's finish with some what are we watching? Anthony, have you been watching anything? Uh, trying to think. No. Nothing happens. It's like TikTok dances. I stick it up my dances. asshole. That's what he's been watching. I was, I was out a lot this weekend, so I didn't get a lot of time uh, to watch He's things. like Party Thor. Anthony is our I Party was, Thor. I was party. Yeah, I was Release the peak foam. party mode. Too, almost too much, oh. actually. All that foam you're ingesting at the foam part. Yeah. Watch yeah. out. Just going up my asshole. <laughs> yeah, it just goes up. Here. I stick it up my asshole. It's absorbed through, right into the veins, right into the bloodstream. Rugs, what are you watching? Oh, I've been watching lots of shit. Um, I revisited a movie that I saw a while back called The Villainous. Okay. I've talked about yes. it before. Yes. It's this Korean film about a woman who is a killer that um, I guess works for the Chinese gang or whatever. Or a Korean gang, or whatever it is. I don't remember that. I'm getting confused. Two movies confused yet. Uh, but anyway, she has to like, she goes to get revenge and uh, kills a bunch of guys and then uh, survives this whole thing. And they kind of make her work for them. Like the people, uh, whoever they, whoever captures her, they like, you're going to work for us. And they basically make her into like a, you know, you kill for what, whenever we tell you Whoa. to kill. And um, there's just so many crazy action sequences in this. There's maybe like two or three really good ones. And they're all shot like first person perspective. Oh, wow. And then it switches to another perspective. Oh, and it's super gory. Oh, and there's a bus scene that I remember watching. And uh, when I watched uh, Shang-Chi, I was like, oh, another bus scene. And uh, this one's kind of brutal. And it's like the last scene in the movie. But it's just a crazy, brutal movie. Um. And uh, I wanted to revisit it for 
a, a good female action oriented film. Right on. Um, also, I watched another movie that's on Netflix called The Night Comes for Us, and it star it stars Eco Uwais, who was uh, from the Raid movies. Okay, and it's a martial arts film, and this is probably one of the goriest martial arts films I've ever seen. And I, I, I've watched the Raid movies and the Raid the Two. The Raid movies are very graphic. Oh yeah, this is the same thing. There's they're using blood. There's dismemberments. There's people getting sawed in half. Jesus. Oh, there's shit. fucking jaws exploding. Oh my god, it's fucking bananas. Wow. And I don't even like that shit. But I was just like, all right. I heard. I'm like, there's got to be some good martial arts, and there was. There's a lot of great martial arts in this, but there's a lot of gore. It's so violent. Wow. If you really like violent movies, that's the one to watch. It's fucking un. It's unflinchingly fucking violent. I mean, there's some of it that's kind of the point of silliness. Right, right. But they're throwing people out windows. There's one one guy who busts his head through the window, and then the guy grabs his head and, like, puts his head down on the broken glass and drags it across. It's just fucking brutal. Yeah, it's crazy. It's basically about a guy who works for the triad and decides to, like, leave them. And so now everybody wants to send everybody to kill him. And um, What's that called? The night it's comes. The night comes for night us. Comes for and us. I also saw Kate. Oh yeah, that's that action movie on Netflix. Is that any good? It's like Jane Wick. I enjoyed it. It wasn't the, a great movie. There's one scene that looks that looks straight out of a video game. Like she's driving a car, and the car looks like you're playing like Need for Speed. Oh wow! Like it looks really bad. <laughs> I'm like, this didn't. You, you should have not put this scene in the movie. It makes the movie look so much cheaper. But I enjoyed that one as well. It's not a great movie. It's very predictable. And, of course, it's like Jane is beating up the crap out of everyone before she dies. And so um, Jane, that's the yeah. Kate, Kate. played yeah. by Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah. Wh- <laughs> I was about to say Elizabeth Olsen, who was the huntress Winstead. in uh, the Birds of Prey movie. And Woody Harrelson's in this. Yeah, oh. it's, a, it's it's a nice little action film. Um, It's worth watching. I watched all those, and then I also watched the same shit that you watched. Well, let's talk about sticking to the Japanese theme. uh, Star Wars Visions, the anime anthology released on Disney Plus, consists of nine episodes ranging in length from anywhere like 15 minutes to like 22 minutes. They're all very short. So it's a quick watch. I did watch all of them. You watched all of them, Ruggs? No. Oh, you didn't watch all of them? I think I'm on the last couple. Um, I'll tell you what, the, the different animation styles are kind of fun as you go through the uh, episodes. There are some that I really liked, and then there are some that are just like, okay. So the, it, overall, it's a fun watch, and it's quick. Uh, but there's definitely some standouts that were a lot better, and then some just like crazy anime suspension of disbelief sometimes. Like there's one where they're literally standing in the vacuum of space on top of X-Wing x-wing fighters and a star destroyer and they're just fighting without helmets i was trying to fathom like how they could pull that off <laughs> I'm like talking, is it the shields no, it's just you have is to, it the shields that are keeping the air in, the in there x-wing in space uh, in front on top is it the the force that's holding you i don't know i don't know i fucking don't know that was like improbable and that was really stretching that was the it. episode my the favorite episode yeah. is the one with the nine jedi the ninth jedi is a very good episode that's my favorite one uh, there's one it, called the elder that's really good too and yeah that's also and very then good the other one i liked was lop and ocho 
uh, which is the second to last episode. So oh, okay, and then yeah, and then my least favorite is the one that was like about the band. I mean, it's kind of cute, and Jabba the Hutt was, was there, and Boba Fett. Yeah. And they're a band. They're playing music, and they're trying to like win their freedom from Jabba. It's very cartoony. Whatever. Here, here's the question yeah. I have for you yeah. guys: Is this canon, or is it just old its own thing? I don't think so, but I think that the Ninth Jedi could it it exists in a in a in a space where it could be a, a story that they could tell. There's a few of these mm-hmm. they could extend and make all their own things. Because what they did in that one is that they did this, like, let's say like a thousand years after what we watch in, in the movies and there's no more Jedi and there's no more Sith and they're starting to reemerge mm-hmm. and they're trying to rediscover the old, like lightsabers, how to make them all that, all that knowledge has been lost. And I thought that was interesting. All right. You're just kind of now you, and this is how you make it new. All right, you kind of you have the old Jedi's, but you, now you come up with a new way or a new way, and that and there's room for that there, and it was cool, and I thought that was it was animated really well, and I thought it was cool how there's like a lightsaber smith, like a, still a guy who makes lightsabers, and he's trying to call the remaining Jedi. I thought it was interesting that some of these took place like between, like after Return of the Jedi, some of them took place during when the Empire was at its height. You know, the, it took place in all different time periods of the Star Wars universe. Right. Uh, and there's some there's some good Star Wars shit. It looks cool. You know, the first one, the duel is animated uh, kind of cool. And he's a Ronin and it's just a straight up a samurai. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a, a battle. So, so uh, it, I, you know, it's fun, fun watch, fun, quick watch. So, yeah, I'm glad I saw it. I think Star Wars fans are going to dig it because there is a lot, a lot to uh, dig in there and. It just shows you that Star Wars isn't just what you think it is. It could be so much more. And if you're not like there's so much out there to actually like these there's aliens and they're interesting. There's robots. There's dro- Yeah, the droids and then the politics of the galaxy and then just fucking Jedi's uh, cool shit. This cool. Yeah. And then I started watching. So on the discord, uh, Jose Barra turned us on to a new show. On Netflix, and uh, I, this show, everyone's going to be talking about Anthony, I guarantee. Well, you may have heard about it already. It's called Squid Game. Have you heard of this? Yeah, he sticks it up his asshole. <laughs> I stick it up my well, asshole. One of my, uh, I saw someone talking about, or put it on their social media that they were watching Squid Game, and I had no clue what it Holy was. Holy shit, this is going to be a big show for Netflix. It is a Korean drama thriller. Oh, Anyang Hang Sayo. Yes. And, and I'm, I'm actually, I watched the first two episodes. <laughs> I watched it dubbed. The dubbing is actually not bad. It, it, they did a really good job. And basically, it's like Hunger Games meets The Running Man, meets a little bit of Willy Wonka, meets a little bit of the movie The Game. Here's the setup is that you meet a bunch of characters in Korea who are in financial distress. You know, the main character, he's like a single, he's a dad whose wife divorced him. He has, he only spends time with his daughter a little bit, but he can't afford to take care of her. He's got gambling debts. There's other people. They owe money to the mob. They all have this interaction with this person who finds them and they play a game with them on the spot. And it's like throwing paper on the ground to flip. Anyways, he entices them. They win a little money. And then he's like, gives them a card. And he's like, look, if you want to play more games, call this number. So a bunch of these people call this number. They get picked up by a van and then they get gassed and they get knocked out and they show up in this warehouse room with a bunch of bunk beds all in the same jumpsuit, all with a number on them. 
They meet the people running this game. They, these people are all wearing red jumpsuits and they have these crazy masks with PlayStation buttons on them. Like it's just a circle or a square. Yeah, it's weird. They, try, they look like PlayStation buttons. Uh, and anyways, they're like, uh, you guys are all here. Let's play the first game. The first episode is called Red Light, Green Lights. They play kids' games, right? Except this one, when you're eliminated, you are eliminated. Like from life. In the first hmm. episode, it's so dark. It hooked me instantly that you meet, you, you get so much wonderful character depth from little moments that you're instantly like guessing what these characters are going to do. Are they going to stay in the game? What happens next? This fucking show is amazing. This is how I know. Let me tell you in the second episode, there's a sequence of events. Um, they basically, they're voting on whether to continue playing. Now, the three characters you meet, it, each one goes up and each time, they give you so much character depth. I'm like, okay, this guy's doing this. He's got this. I know how he's going to vote, whether to stay in or go. Three times what I thought logically this character would do, they fucking did the opposite. Oh, I was like, oh, shit. This show got me. Like, it's so unpredictable. I could not get – I thought – I was like, this character logically is going to make the – and they did the other. And I love that. I love that. It is very good. I'm hooked. I can't wait to finish it. Squid Game. I'm telling you. People are going to be talking about this hmm. one. Ooh. Check it out. It's worth it. Have you seen the whole thing? I just watched the first two episodes, and they're they're great. And it's it's in Korean. It's it, you can watch it in Korean with subtitles or dubbed, and the dubbing oh, isn't no. bad. The no dope dubbing. The, it's not bad, dude. The main guy actually he reminds me of like a Korean John Cusack. He's like you know he's kind of a lovable goofball, but like he's trying to be good, and you kind of root for him. Is it uh, violent? Uh yes, <laughs> yes. But like I said, if you don't play well in the game you are eliminated for real so just you have it's shocking and it's like what the fuck and the whole time you're thinking holy shit what would i do in this situation what would i do here there's a lot of money so that's another great mark of the show i need to ask an important question is there boobs i don't know yet two episodes (laughs) in i haven't seen any but there could be no boobs there could be Koreans make some good stuff they make some good shit i've heard a lot about some great korean movies and dramas lately you wanna, yeah, I just told you about it. Right, you told me about a couple. <laughs> one of my other friends, besides Ruggs, yeah. always talks about uh, like how good Korean movies are. I think we've been missing out. Sleeping yeah, you got to watch Train to Busan. Train That's to Busan. I want to watch the, uh, the, 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 tra- the sequel is out, the Pen- Peninsula, I think it's called, to Train to Busan. But yeah, they make great horror movies. No, there's a lot of great uh, Parasite. Was that guy's Korean? Yeah, that guy is Korean. Yeah. Snowpiercer. Oh, Snowpiercer is very good. Um, but this fucking squid game, oh, fantastic. Great visuals. It's trippy. It's delightfully dark. Hmm. Oh, I highly recommend it. Two episodes suck me in. So if I stop my partying, we can be all Yo, If you this. watch squid game, we will review the whole season. Like it's that good because it wow. makes you w- want to ask questions to somebody about, holy shit, what would you have done if this was the situation? Like there's so much to dive into. It's fantastic. Take your word for it. I might, maybe I'll check it out. Okay. I think there's only uh, 10, 10 episodes, I believe. <laughs> what does that mean? Hi, how are you? How are you? Yeah, That's pretty good. In Korean? It's pretty good. In Korean, yeah. That's, that's all I got. I had three things I could say. You in are Korean. a polyglot got that's yourself. I am. You are. I'm a polyglot. Uh, no, season not. one. Oh, it's only nine episodes. So, all right. Even better. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Again, out this week, just to remind everybody, go watch Venom. Let There Be Carnage. We'll be reviewing it. Next week, right here on the show, 
And bonus, bonus, that Sopranos sequel, Many Saints of Newark, out on HBO Max this Friday as well. That's going to be a good one. <laughs> that's going to be a good yeah. one. Yeah. That that I don't feel like I've heard about that. That should be highly anticipated, no? That's got Tony G- yeah. Gandolfini's son playing a teenage Tony fucking Soprano. And is HBO that's doing right. it? HBO is making it, and it's going to be wow. theater and HBO Max on Friday. I'm going to check it out. Gabagool. If you like Sopranos, you are watching this movie. Gabagool. Where all the Gabagool? The Gabagool. <laughs> Christopher. Uh, anyways, that's it for this week. Rugs, where can the listener find you online? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. You can find me on, uh, me do my, uh, Tony Soprano. <laughs> you can find me on fucking, uh, you want to find me? I'll tell you where you fucking find me, all right? I'll fucking tell you where you fucking find me, all right? It's not bullshit. You go on a Twitter and you go fucking find really rug boy. That's where you find this motherfucker right here. All right. Now go fuck yourself. I really don't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, that was good. That's a good game. Defeaty. That's not bad. I think that was like, that's the only impression I do. Yeah. That's the, but you should have played Mario. It's the same Cause it's me. You should have got rugs should play Mario in the fucking you should. Mario you should. movie. Hey, Luigi, what is the guy Hey, Luigi, give me that fucking wrench over there, you fuck. What are you doing? Uh, I need to rake this shit out. Hashtag rake lives. All right. Anyway, that's it for this week. Visit the website, the show notes. Thanks for listening. Share the show with a friend. Uh, tell them to listen and geek out with us here at the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. We'll peep you next time. Fucking awesome! Yeah, yeah, that's really, really good. good. I fucking loved it. I stick it up my asshole. How many times do you play that? Fucking <laughs> nerd. Best clip ever. <laughs>